Welcome back to the Five Two Theory. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, we supposed to have three episodes done in the time we've been here. Honestly, niggas been chilling. No, we had, we had a productive meeting. You know what I mean? I think. I think it was a productive meeting. I think I don't know. Maybe we all on board. But big change is coming soon. For the Five Two Theory. Yeah, like he cut off the beard. That's how you know to start something new. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, all seriousness, it don't look that bad, bro. Yeah, like Adam Sandler. Like Adam Sandler, huh? Like no, no. What? What's he for saying? Bro, I walked in the gym yesterday. This nigga C4 talking about, oh shit, Jay St. Patrick. <laughs> C4 funny nigga. <laughs> I posted that pic yesterday. He know what he said. What? First of all, when I seen his name pop up, I was like, oh, this is about to be some funny shit. He said, yo, you got to hit a joint on the train. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, his camera's all over the place. But I was like, yo, C4 crazy as shit. Philly niggas are. Yeah, they call me Jay St. Patrick, man. Shout out to our brother C4, man. Yo. Crazy. Tomorrow, I just lost the love of my life, Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> he dunked the shit out of Tasha, bro. <laughs> Yo, keep it a bit. Y'all ever dunked the shit out ever dunk a girl? Yeah. Like, one of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no? Nah. I never dunked the joint either. I was just seeing it. Okay, you know what I mean? Get y'all to confess on camera. Mm-hmm. Nope, not gonna go there. Nope, never dunked a girl. <laughs> I'm not gonna you say You shook a joint before? Yeah. Shook? Yeah. yeah. Shook might be worse. No, no, Shaking is like the extent of like. I ain't gonna say her in law. She dunked me, so I dunked her. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever, you know what I mean? Y'all toxic. Am I? It was yeah. like, it was like in her, like, it was like right in her shoulder. I ain't That's gonna crazy. Care. I bit somebody before. <laughs> yo, yo, we're trying to start. We're trying to start. <laughs> We're trying to start. No, bro. it's the story behind it. No, we're trying to start. Funny. We're trying to start. Y'all about to have the mics going crazy, bro. We're trying to start. Come on, bro. Because, like, as a grown ass man, why are you biting people? It was, I get. Do you want to get a story, Keith? Or is it still too much of an open wound? It's not still too much of an open wound, but I still, you know, deal with that person in some capacity. So I'm not going to tell that story. You want me to tell us? I know I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. It was a joke. I was wrong. <laughs> he had no way out of this situation. He mature as shit. He bit the shit out of her. Real quick, can we turn the air off though? My feet cold as shit. My back was to the wall. We can turn the air off. My feet cold as shit. You don't you. want to. You. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, man. Yeah, I feel cold as shit, but. He talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like, never had to dunk a joint though. Or a shaker, none of that shit. Nothing? Because Philly women are, will really push I'm going to keep it a being. My mom told me to stop that. I'm heavy yell, boy, though. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I don't yell. Yeah. I don't yeah. yell. I stopped. I, I cut it off, like, about a, a little over, a little about a year ago. Yeah. I've only I've only uh, yelled at two people. But it don't be a yell. It'd be like, I be just talking, like, this level. But you got to think, you quiet and shit. Just, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. be like, yo, what the fuck? I don't do that. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, no. I don't do it like we in the gym. They'll never respond to that. Ever. Yeah, but like. They'll just laugh and get turned on. She, uh, I forgot what she did, but she said some crazy shit. I just yelled. Like, stop fucking playing with me. And he like, just told me he don't yell. He crazy. I don't yell, but I've yelled twice. But like, other than that, no, I don't yell. 
like I'm heavy. I'm heavy. Look at you crazy. Like who you talking to? And they're like, why are you looking at me like that? Yeah, I ain't that. I'm not it was just like that, that one time. It was just that was just those one to two times. All right. Yeah, I don't bite people, but that one time. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like a. I'm like a. It's like I won't be talking like this. They'll be like, "Yo, you're not understanding," yeah. and they'll be like, "You're yelling at me." So, like, all right, I now, can't, I can't take away your truth or whatever. You know what I mean? Gaslighting. You know what I mean? But that's gaslighting. If I mean, if you feel like you're being yelled at, bro, who am I to say? Because it's not? more power and like just being so calm with a person and they getting real irritated. It's just like I can see why you feel that way. I don't care where the Joe Button approach don't be working for me. Yeah, so I was just that, say, that pick of him sitting Indian style on the water fountain while the John is like he, clearly he, irate. He was drunk. He always drew. He Tax Stone said that shit the best. Like, you always talking to Jones from third world countries that barely know English, so yeah, you think you smarter than you are. You fucked Joe up with that one. But nah, I'm, I'm heavy on the... I can see why you feel that way, and I'm sorry that I upset you, but this is how I feel about it. Y'all some toxic-ass niggas. Yeah, it, it comes off as toxic. I'm sorry right. that you feel that way. You know that's not a real apology, right? It's not. No, I said I can see how you feel oh, that way. The, and I'm sorry for if I made oh, you feel that way, but this is how I see the situation. That, no, that's still, that's still a half apology. Sorry if I made you feel that way. I didn't know. say it. Are you listening? I never said that. So, I said sorry. I can see how you feel that way, and I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. You didn't say that the last time. I, that's literally what I said twice in a row. So why do me and Sebs both say? I'm, I'm, just, I'm just here, bro. We can take that. But it sounded. It sounded. I'm sorry take, if it sounded like that. That's yeah. not what I said. Oh yeah, y'all might as well rumble. Sorry if I made you feel that. <laughs> way. I'm trying to go viral. I used to be no, a heavy. I'm, I'm trying to go viral though. Y'all trying to rumble? And then I realized like I'm drunk. I'm fucking drunk. Like when I was like 16, 17, I'm like, I'm sorry if I made you feel it. My like, first mature girlfriend got me together when I said that shit. Yeah, it was always that one woman that like, what if I said that to you? No, it was also shit like, what do you mean, sorry if you made me feel that way? You clearly made me feel that way. And you're saying you're apologizing for my reaction, you're not yeah. apologizing. I was heavy on the like, I didn't do that. Like, so the way you've taken it, because girls are good for taking something and spitting it completely out of the control. And being younger, I couldn't see that like her feelings are just hurt. So like to them, you just shot them. So like they taking it all the way. They're here. good at being dramatic yeah. because realistically, they want to live like it's loving hip hop. Because <laughs> It's, there's no way that I say, you know, I don't know what we're going to eat. And you'd be like, well, you don't care if I die from starvation. It's like, yo, why are you so dramatic, bro? You got to realize like they're just really dramatic. But being 16, 17, I, I'm like, why the fuck are you tripping so 16, much? 17. Damn, going through that? Yeah. Bro, I've been through some shit. At 16, 17, it was like, why didn't you call me before you went to sleep? Oh, no, I was 16, 17, went through some shit. 16 at <laughs> war. Remember that song? 16 no, at war? No. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, you do. Who was? I'm going to keep it real. I wasn't um, doing well in the black women department in 1617. Really? So I wasn't um, I wasn't dealing with those type of problems. I was dealing with other problems. Like, I'm black and then I'm black. <laughs> I was just about to say, will you be allowed in your house or not? <laughs> That's a totally different dynamic. I'll take what I got going on now versus her pop trying to put fucking bleach in my lemonade. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll definitely take what's going on now. Shout out black women, man. Y'all firing. Y'all hair smell really good. Huh? Yeah, when black women get their hair done, one Hell of the yeah. best smelling. Nah. Oh my God. Especially braids. And they put that little oil in there to keep the braid moisturized for like a week at a time. I didn't like I didn't like braids at first. Cause I didn't like the uh, the micro. Cause you like men. 
Shut the fuck. Like, who the fuck don't like braids? I, I didn't know where you were going the with mi- that. Yeah. The micro, the micro braids that girls just get it. The movie young boys, like the the individuals, the real small braids. Yeah. yeah. A billion of them. I used to hate that shit. It used to be like one percent their hair, and then the rest pack hair, and yeah. they used to be like real. Like, yeah, but when I start seeing girls like getting the thicker braids or the full lot. Oh no! When they first start getting the the, the Janet from Poetic Justice type Jones, I'm like. I'm like, all right. <laughs> all right, y'all, y'all uh, doing the damn thing then. Same girl that got me together. I'm gonna tell you why. This won't sound, this won't sound crazy, but you know, whatever. They didn't. They used to didn't have no edges. You feel me? So they used to have the the braids, and they used to be stretching the edges out. I'm like, that don't look good. <laughs> I'm sorry. The same girl that got me together when it comes to apologizing was the same one. Was my first girlfriend with faux locks, and we literally had oh, a date. Oh, and we was in the park, and I was rubbing the oil on her scalp. It was real romantic. Oh yeah, that's my bag. Some of my yeah. ladies, I rub your scalp. That's not gonna bag. lie, faux locks add a plus two to every Absolutely. every woman. A girl ever leave a lock in your bed or like in your crib? A lock? <laughs> a whole lock fall out the No. <laughs> she was shedding a whole. Yo, lock. he said she was shedding, bro. Let's get out of here. We gotta get out of here. No, one more thing. One more thing. The gold things they used to put on the lot. Okay, first girl that had that. I'm gonna hop in my bag. She had the she had the full lots with the gold little rings on them, and then she had the waist beads. You gonna call her? Huh? You gonna call her? No, 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 no. Waist beads. She had the waist beads. Oh no, no, no. In the anklets. Let's not get in the waist beads. And the anklets. Let's not. I said you are showing off. I ain't never seen like this. Let's not get in the waist beads. Waist beads are. Shout out to her. They were the different. Before these young women kept going out and eating 48 oysters, waste bees used to be their best friends. I ain't gonna bullshit you. But now they didn't spread that waste out. I'm, I'm not I'm gonna shut up because I'm gonna sound like a hater or like I hate people. So cause they still be trying to rock them. They be popping them motherfuckers. <laughs> I ain't gonna say <laughs> you are a walking weapon. <laughs> Wearing a waist bead to a bullet alley is a safety hazard. They get the greasiest thing on the menu. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, like, this is dangerous now. Yeah, I, I, you know what? Let me chill. Let me chill. Because this beard nutty. So I'm, I'm very, <laughs> very open for... A goatee don't look right until about a week after you get it cut. And then it start the, growing the in. Yeah, because the shadow come in. And I walk in the gym and immediately start bid. <laughs> like this big kid. It don't look bad, bro. Thank you. It don't look bad. It's just funny. You I can't didn't do nothing. Either. You can't do nothing. My pop was staring at me today. Well, my pop stares at me like once a week. So I'm like, are you cool? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I, I I played a little different. You like, yo, what you looking at? So I'm like, are you cool? He's like, oh shit, I have to forget, man. You really did cut your cut your facial hair. You look old. Yeah, you do. He's like, damn. <laughs> damn man it's a, it's, a, it's a good old though like I should have some crabbabies running around but uh, oh, nah, I remember nah, it's, he knows Seth was in my world one day I was in his car and his parents called me and he was like you Muslim? cause he had the beard that shit had me crying for a week straight bro. his parents was dead <laughs> he was so bad he like oh you're not funny like, he was dicky bro I'm gonna keep it the beard buff up um, yeah, man. So, what y'all been up to, man? Me, well, actually, what you been up to, Keith? Me and Kyle, I know what Kyle's doing yesterday. We was at the same spot. Shout out to that was a nice little Halloween party. Yeah, I was cooking in this game. I was having a blast. What was, what was that? Finch the lyric? Or like mm. Gus the lyric or something like that? Mm, I don't know. I was, 10 shots, he probably don't I was cooking. <laughs> I, I was, was drunk as shit. I wasn't drunk as shit. 
he hold his head like, what's the fuck song that just burn him out and they got 10 in a row? I'm like, all right, well, Seth's having fun. <laughs> I had bad luck. I cracked my mask as soon as I got it. This and spilled water mask. on my shirt. Yeah, I will put my mask on, but my voice is going to sound distorted, so. I might throw it on at the end, maybe randomly throughout the episode so we get a couple more shots. But yeah, I was Michael Murray, my man Kaz was Jason. I did some reverse psychology on Kaz. Fucked this whole day up for a little bit. He was mad as shit. Like, yo, um, I want the Jason mask. You want you want to take the um, what's that, Michael Myers? Like, you gonna take the Michael Myers mask? I'm like, all right, fuck it, I guess. What no, he wasn't. He didn't say that. I was like, why would you? I was like, all right, why would you take my mask? He said, well, I came and picked them up. So I'm like, all right, bro, you got a point. You're the one picking them up. I can't really, you know, you got it. So. I put on a sweatsuit. So I'm like, Michael Myers wear a jumpsuit. I, I plan to wear a flannel, baggy pants, like the whole Jason shit. I'm like, cool. Nigga, was, I get there. He's like, oh, here's your mask. And hands me the Jason mask. I was so mad, bro. So what I did was, first of all, Jason and Michael Myers got the same drip. But I'm like, yo, Kyle's going to try and make me look like a fool because I got this goatee. <laughs> so I'm going to act like he's picking out his own mask. I'm going to make him pick out my mask. So I'm like, what you want besides the Jason? And he just went and choose. I'm like, yo, pick something. I guess I'll take the Michael Myers. That's the second best John. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to wear Michael Myers. Ain't going to be Saudi. I text Terrence and everything. I'm like, yo, he's mad as shit. I was, I, he was pissed. And then I cracked it, and then I spilled water on my... I, it was just a bad 20 minutes. Uh, he drew up, bro. It was a very bad He was hype as shit to go to Halloween party. How, how was your, you know, yesterday? <clears throat> I worked yesterday. Um, finally out in the field. Um, felt like a long day, but when I got off, I thought it was gonna be dark outside because I don't know. It's that time of the year. Yes, yeah. that's gonna happen tomorrow. Don't worry. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, but yeah, I had a fun work day yesterday. I'm learning a lot about myself with this job. You finding out you a bitch? Damn, no. that was crazy. <laughs> I haven't found that out. Men don't talk like that to each other. We learned that from the Marco <laughs> thing. Remember? Yeah. Waffle, waffle. I heard it be smack you upside your head in that joint, though. Yeah, no. I don't know what type of podcast this is. Happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I was working yesterday. I got a question. Back. I'm doing better, Sean. <laughs> Life hit different when you have to do it better. Yeah. That's really my favorite clip. But um, I got a question because, like, you know, now we are going to work in daylight savings time is tonight, right? Where the mm-hmm. clock? It go forward or back? Back. Back. Um, I'm gonna be knocked the fuck out. I'm gonna be knocked the fuck out. How how are y'all having trouble getting out of bed or like? Um, I've been having trouble getting out of bed for about three years now. <laughs> so like, I always, this pandemic cooked me. I always struggle with like getting up, but like once the season changed, it got worse. Like before, I I can get up and be on the highway by eight at work by like nine at the latest. I'd be walking that bitch ten minutes from my me and start like, damn, I just got here. <laughs> I'm keeping it being. I used to have trouble like going to sleep and waking up, waking up especially because I'll sleep during the alarm. But ever since y'all told me about that alarm, me this is not an ad. Once y'all told me about alarm, me ain't no sleeping through that. You be getting yeah, the fuck up. I be getting the fuck up. What you Energized. got your What you got your uh, your setting on for the math problems? Oh, hardest shit. Like I actually have to sit up and be like, yo, what the fuck? I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I put that joint like the hardest level one time. I had to get up and get out a piece of paper. <laughs> I was mad as shit. Bro, cause I got so mad, I went back to sleep. <laughs> like, I finished that shit. I was like, oh, nah, this is some Bro, weird shit. what that joint is, like, I have it set to where the alarm goes off while I'm doing the math problem. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's no, like, just putting the phone down. I'll be like, yo, fuck, I gotta. 
Yeah. Bro, the one time I had to get up and like really like get a piece of paper, yeah. I was so mad. I was the, I just cut my phone off. I was like, boo. Cut the whole motherfucker off. That you cut that shit off, that shit is starting. <laughs> useful. And it gradually gets louder. Yeah. It'd be like, yo. And I got the drone where it boosts the sound, so yeah. it's even louder. It fucks me up, though, because for real, for real, sometimes, because I can hear it for like 10 seconds before I peep this alarm because it's gradual. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm in my dream. Like, I know that ain't an alarm. <laughs> and that shit, and yeah, I start to hear it, I'm like, fuck, it's time. Well, yeah. Shout out to y'all for that, John, because I actually get the fuck up now. Yeah, it's, it's a great job. Even though I overslept that joint yesterday, I don't know how. I think I woke up and turned it off, but. I don't know. I've been waking up and turning that joint off. Because I don't know how. Because I was late for the runs because of that. Yeah, I sit up in bed, do no math problems. Like, all right, fuck, I can't. You're going to get to a point where you're going to turn it down a level and then you're going to be able to do it mentally. Because I got the joint where it's just like three numbers or it's like add, subtract, and divide them. So I do that and then I just worry. I'll be doing that shit with one eye. Like, I'll be guessing the numbers and everything. Figure that shit out with a bit. I'll be like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. How do you how do you feel? Uh, would you consider this your first? I say like because uh, you can I talk about your past career? Yeah. Like all right, flight attendant. That necessarily some people make that a career. But how do you feel like? Do you feel like this is your first like quote unquote big boy situation? Yeah. Like sure. where you get the best work life balance while being able to afford things. Uh, the work life balance is kind of like less than every other job I ever had put mm. together. But the money there. But the money there. The money is there for sure. Anything for a dollar, black man. Anything for a dollar. Yeah. But is it, the work-life balance isn't on some shit like, oh, I, t- I can't do this. But it's on some shit like, I could do this, but I know I got to be. You got to be up. Yeah. But I like it, though. I'm loving it, actually. Like, I'm having fun. The most right. fun I ever had. I'm happy for you. Thank you. All right. That's enough of that. Um I'm doing better, Sean. <laughs> Life hit different when you're getting better, Sean. Yeah. Um, I really don't like how you quit your last job, but still. Yeah, um, that was crazy. Yeah, he's a crazy boy. That. That's crazy. He's a crazy boy. Um, <laughs> I have no regrets. It's a it's a weird thing when you start to really hit that like where it's like damn, like I'm grown now. Oh no! Nice. Like where it's like oh I could really go play the game for eight hours today, but I really got to get up in three hours after I'm done that eight hour binge, and it's like damn, is it worth it? But sometimes it'd be worth it. I'm sorry. I can't really think of a time where it wasn't worth it. I was there again. I feel like. Except for like some extreme cases, your coworkers or the people that also work at your job are kind of like an indicator of like how how serious or like how mature the job is. He says, you see what I'm saying? saying? Like I'm walking, in, I'm, yeah, I'm walking into work and my coworker's been here for 25 years. I'm like, whoa, this is serious. But like the other job, it was kind of like so I could I've be this nigga dad. Weeks. Yeah, like I could be this nigga dad for real, for real. I see what you're saying. Yeah, this kind of yeah. Because yeah, I'm the only person on my team without a family and not married. I, th- I, I thought yours was like the extreme case because you could be like fresh out of college and work at your job, correct? Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, I'm- A the, lot of time you're not, honestly, though. I'm the second youngest and even the person younger than me has a family in a way. Yeah, see, I'm getting, I'm starting to get the, <laughs> that isolated feel and um, I'm going to have to get married soon to up, up my career because- Yeah. And a lot of corporate spaces- uh, all right, just let y'all behind the veil. I got some stuff going on, and this is why I have this more corporate look, more mature look, more take me serious look. I look like an undercover cop slash gym teacher slash principal that lets people off on their 46 chance. But basically, I notice a lot of the time, even in interviews, when I don't mention like me having a family, it kind of 
gets like a weird look now that I'm approaching 30. Like a lot of people get like that. Like they talk about their family. Like you got to think I'm in, I'm in meetings with like the controller, a lot of times the VP of finance and then the manager I'll be working under. So I get like that tree headed monster and they're, they're all talking about family or kids. And I'll be like, yeah, well I'll be hooping and I read, you know, I remember the first time mm-hmm. he asked me, like, what do you do outside of work? Like, play basketball. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I was like, that's it. Time, like, yeah. I started lying. I started saying I have a kid. And also, just psychologically, you got to think, I'm not going to say you're easy, you're more easily manipulated when you have a family, but it comes from the perspective of, well, this person, they're looking for a lot more stability than yeah. someone. Yeah. That's has- a part of the golden handcuffs. It's yeah. like, okay, we're going to pay you a lot of money. And you have a family, so you can't lose this money. Yeah, exactly. And we can keep it. We, we have more control over you. because when We can ask you to do anything because at the end of the day, you, you want to do it for your family. Mm-hmm. We got you good health care. You don't want to leave that. Yeah, but when you don't have any of that, it's like, oh, this motherfucker might walk out here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he ain't got nothing to hold him here. Yeah, so. Um, it's a whole different psychology behind that got shit. Got some, uh, you know, some uh, pro- perspective uh, situations going on. So, wish me luck. Um... Episode 42. Shout out Jackie Robinson. Rest in peace to the legend. Late great. Um, how do y'all feel? Keith, you've been here since episode one, right? Yeah. Yeah. How do y'all feel episode... How, how, how did y'all feel episode one compared to now? I feel like <clears throat> episode one, excuse me, episode one was more like, uh, I don't want to say informal, but it was just kind of like how we talk when the cameras and microphones is not on. But now it's more structured. Like I feel like the transitions and like what we talk and how we talk, it's kind of like more structured. That's what I'll say. Okay. I would say it got more comfortable. That's it. Yeah, it got more comfortable. Cause he's right, it got more structured. But I just feel like it was just like, okay, now we're in front of a camera. We yeah. have these conversations. It just got more it got easier. Like now when I was like, okay, the easiest part about this podcast is talking about it. Like get on this camera. Like this is the easiest part. So I feel like that's it. You think this is the easiest part? Getting in front yeah. of the camera and just talk. Yeah, for real. Yeah, it's the easiest part. <laughs> on the front end, what they see, yes, this is the easiest part. Yeah, or what they see in here. Like I feel like we did the easiest part, and this was what makes the podcast the easiest. Part. What you think the easiest part was? All the gaming hours. Oh yeah, bonding. Because <laughs> yeah. we wouldn't have the podcast if it wasn't for that. Like I think us three, as far as just natural chemistry, have the best chemistry out of any trio we have tried yet. Um, shout out Mike, shout out C four. Like I think Mike was a special piece in his own way because Mike would come from not necessarily the outsider. Like I look at all y'all as like my brothers. You know what I mean, so it's like it's not like a thing of like, oh yeah, I don't fuck with Mike. But it's like Mike is coming from the outside. Mike don't talk to us every single night. Yeah, so it's like Mike's not in our group chat. Mike's not in our video game parties. I don't even know if Mike play video games. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, <laughs> I, 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 I never, never knew seen Mike, Mike to consistently games. play video games. Yeah. Um, so it, it's like Mike is like he'll bring that controversial opinion or what we deem as controversial, just because he doesn't have a reference point or our same reference point. Yeah. Then you have C four, where it's like he's not as polished. As us, as far as C4 don't fucking talk like that unless he really fuck with you. So it's like for him to get in front of a camera is like different for him. it's totally outsider, and then it's something different. And you know what I mean. And C4 barely knew niggas before, and now you know. But shout out to both of them. 
Um, because at the end of the day, even if we signed a deal tomorrow, they helped lay the foundation for the podcast. So, for sure. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have nothing bad to say about them on the podcast level. But I feel like yeah, we did the easy part because we, we kind of went through our training of becoming best of friends by playing the game. Yeah, I still think like the Discord, the PlayStation Party, if that was recorded, that should have go platinum. I think we go to jail, but I mean, we <laughs> yeah. too, but platinum. Yeah, like how how, how rap artists go to jail and sell platinum, and, and sell platinum. Yeah, yeah. but we're getting life. <laughs> Good news for you. They're gonna be like, you went platinum, but I got bad news for you. You, you got, got life. They're like these. Well, how many niggas in the, in the decor? Is like six of us, seven of us. Consistently, yeah. Yes. Like they were all seven, and they were like the guy from Utah. We're getting him too. Like y'all all going away yeah, for it's real. Good. We all go down. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to allude to this one specific. You can't. Event you cannot without like. You just uh, can't, bro. It's, it's the thing. Actually, that, I can. Okay. Well, Exo Tour Life. I'm trying to think. When Drew said he was in the club. <laughs> oh no 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 no! That too. Talking about the beat. Exo Tour Life, yeah. yeah. Now I'm more. You want me to play it? Oh, yeah. I'll play no, it for no, you. Don't no, play I'll play it for you real quick. No. Guys, I'll play it for you, bro. Now I'm lost. No. <laughs> Stop him. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. No, I'm playing this for you, guys. It's too much shit that be happening. I'm, I'm, I'm you really, really want to know? I'm going to let him go. Do you really want to know? I really want to know. Keith, you got to play it. If it's up to me, I'm not playing it. Keith, you got to play it. I can't find it in my phone. I will stop the pod and look for it. So, can somebody text me or something? I gotta find it. I will text you right now. The guy that Michigan State put up the other week. Exo Torlace Kanye. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, no, people no, listening yeah. actually. What the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Just be glad we didn't play. I'm gonna yeah. play that. No, 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 no. No, it's a no, 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 no. Like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck would you play? You were about to play that? Oh, but no, no what John was there was like, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. That's you ain't gotta do that. You ain't gotta you do that. Because he was uh, he was gonna put Birdman on the live and shit like that. But as far as Damn, I, I really lost it. Yeah, but other than that, I, I, like this is real life. Like what be hard is like remembering topics. You're like, oh, what's gonna be interesting to talk about on Sunday? Yo, chill out. <laughs> what the fuck? No. Go, <laughs> but yeah, like just like finding topics and trying to relate all because it's like certain shit that other niggas talk. I don't want to talk about or like it's a lot of sh- yo. He's a fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> when it comes to like dating and women, like I don't. It be and then I be so burnt out during the week and certain shit niggas be art your subs. Get yourself <laughs> together, bro. Subs <laughs> <laughs> is I'm so sorry. He's. <laughs> 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 when he heard the beat drop, this nigga keeps All the blood from my body just rushed down. To me. Like, don't do that, bro. I'm about to faint. He said, "I don't do that." <laughs> oh my god, bro! DM me if y'all want to. <laughs> don't say that to nobody. <laughs> See, and that's another thing. It's like even if you did play that. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> bro. Even if you do see that video, people are like, "Yo, how is this funny?" Like, it's we can't explain <laughs> our humor to other people, bro. Let's just say he was fucking wild. Bro. <laughs> I don't know how nobody ain't see it. 
Because it was like three in the morning on a, on a random TikTok, bro. I was like, this is fucking insane. Bro. That's one of the funniest TikToks ever. Anyway, we can't explain our humor to the masses. Yeah. But like, this is the easiest part. Just yeah. finding topics and shit. Because like, certain shit, like the fact that the cheesecake skit was viral and then she went on like the news station to talk about it. Oh, shit like that be burning me the fuck out. Because it's not that deep. It was never that deep. Yeah. The thing is, do y'all find it harder to break through with more quote-unquote, not even just genuine, because I feel like a lot of podcasts are genuine. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. Do you feel, uh, I'm not talking about the production, I'm talking about independent, like from the crib. Yeah. Like like we are doing, right? Like I feel like a lot of them are genuine. They don't have that much fake content. And there are, a lot of people just aren't creative enough to even make fake content, right? It's so hard because your brain is flooded with all this shit that you have to, like, you're forcibly forced to enter into your brain because like you're on Twitter. That's probably the most entertaining yeah. thing you got at the moment. You're forced to read that shit. And the topics have an expiration date where it's like, we can't talk about some shit that happened last year today yeah. unless something else. Uh, Niggas' brains out. aren't, attention spans are too fried to talk about some shit that happened yeah. a year ago. Or do y'all feel like, um, like shifted through the, like, I call it Fossil Theory because I want it to be like, we could talk about anything on here. We do. Um, <laughs> yeah, we do. And, but it's also like certain things we won't talk about. We haven't talked about Azul Face and his people. Okay. I said, I was, the guys didn't respond. He doesn't speak Spanish. Blueface. Yeah. We didn't talk about, yeah, Blueface and his people. That's an easy, <laughs> that's an easy clickable. I was, like, we ha- I was like, we haven't talked about that. But, but that's an easy clickable topic for us to talk about. I don't want to talk like, about that, but don't pull that. Don't pull that. What are you doing? Like the yeah. That's why that, I'm going to beat him the no, fuck no, up. Yeah. It's always look like this. But you kept pulling it. Stop pulling it. Okay. Um, uh, Keith is pulling on Kaz's couch. Yeah, like, what crazy. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want to say their names, but you saw how people, like, most people are mass, mass muting them. So with pages like um, Audio, whatever, or uh, Say Cheese, what they're doing, they're combining their names. They're, they're, yeah. they're finding any way or any combination of their names to get past, to the, get past the mute. Because most people don't want to see that shit. I don't. Yeah. So, you know what's crazy? I'm not going to say that. I can't say that. Uh, people people see, pay for Zeus agree. to watch her show. I can't agree that most people. I feel like I feel like most people don't know who the fuck they are. Honestly, like most, like yeah, it's like a certain demographic. Yeah, and then most of those demographic, I feel like might actually want to see them. Honestly, because you know what I mean. But I feel like there are a good amount of there's a um movement of people I should say that do not want to see them like myself I don't really care for them I don't mute them but like I don't really give a fuck because I, I don't I don't really, like for some, for me to mute something it really gotta hit a nerve All right. that shit I just like I'm just scrolling I also feel like that people hate well I know people hate watch them because it's like oh I can't stand Blueface but every oh, time you see his name you have to comment yeah. Yeah. but how do y'all feel like um, with us being somewhat of a more um a podcast with actual substance um being younger like we don't really we're younger without the flash in a sense how do y'all feel like like do you guys feel like we aren't breaking through because of that like y'all talked about relationships and whatnot while i was laughing over here and not t- touching on very simple topics that are hot button topics or easily clickable or easily viral topics on internet, well, on social media sites that you know you can go on TikTok and go viral today off of yeah. a hot uh, hot take on one of these 
you know, topics of relationships or who's splitting this bill. And if she get lobster, it sh- it, does Dick Filet come with that? Who plate get her, made first, yeah, the husband or the who kid? Who plate get per- made first, the husband or the kid? And, you know, like, how do you guys feel? Um, do you, like, as a, as a, as a podcast that's 40 episodes in, do you guys feel like we should lean more into that? Or do you feel like, it's a tortoise in a race. I mean, tortoise in a hair in a sense. I was, it's, I wouldn't even say it's a tortoise in a hair because there's certain shit that we could talk about that will go just as viral. We're just not going for the low-hanging fruit. Right. And I'm kind of okay with that because I got to see it every day of the week and this is the one day I don't. Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm perfectly okay with it, yeah. <laughs> honestly. Like, take pride in being different. I yeah, don't it's like, about splitting bills, we'll, so. like, even if we did it, right? And we I got We got a, we got a uh, short buzz off of it. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be no more than the. It doesn't help because yeah, like our our we're not gonna clip, talk about every, every yeah, our drink clip went mini viral. Yeah. So it's just like we have the content to go mini viral. It's not. We don't have to do that. Right. Yeah. Somebody out even out of thousands or hundreds of retweets or whatever or comments, there was only like two things where it was like conversation from hell. I'll take that. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, like. That's you cool. You avoid so much, and that's before for all the dogs, which is very funny. Yeah, like where it's like it became a hot button topic to say, "Did Drake fall off?" Like you know what I mean? In the midst of, you know, in the midst of, did Drake fall off? In the midst of him breaking all these records, yeah. And it's like it, that's a nuanced conversation in itself because it's a funny thing in art where your artistic peak might not ever meet at the same time as your commercial peak. And that's a funny thing in art. But yeah, I felt like we were a little ahead of the curve. Because you're always going to be chasing your own ghost. Yeah. So I feel like we were a little ahead of the curve on that. But yeah, I get what you're saying. We chase the low-hanging fruit. We pull the low-hanging fruit. Talk about that. We're learning some new people. And then they peep and it's like, this is like, not what I want the to people, hear. The demographic of people who only entertain Blueface and Krishan and Zeus Network and we talk about it one week and then the next week we talk about some financial shit. They're going to be like, I didn't... Yeah, I didn't sign up for I that. didn't sign up for that. Yeah. And now, gonna, they, now they even hate comments and yeah. shit. It's not... It's, ca- it's catfish-ass podcast. Yeah. Like, it's no point in dealing with those. comment at all. Just yeah. like, uh, I'm subscribed. Yeah. I just felt like I didn't want to talk about those topics. Like, I didn't want to be involved with a podcast and talk about those topics. Like, every podcast I ever went on was like, not to brag or like sound like uh, oh shit, oh, but like some different shit. Like the one podcast I did, it was just you know you talking mean, about life, growing you, up, stuff you, like that. You mature as shit. Not really, I'm immature as shit. Was, but but was basically, very, was very, very I didn't want to be involved with a podcast where it was just like a timeline recap. Yeah, no, where, like we're just I, talking about the hot I, topics every single time. Yeah, I don't really want to do that. Yeah, I don't. I, I got to do it. Fucking six days a week, 24 yeah. seven. Even when after this, I got to sit and go scroll on Twitter. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm okay. You don't have to. So I'm not fucking with you. Um, I'm a Twitter OG. Yeah. Uh, quick little. Let's talk about. Uh, uh, I'm going to chill. I'm going to chill. I'm going to chill. Um, to end it on the. Do you guys feel underappreciated sometimes though? Like I feel like we tackle some. Goliath sized topic sometimes with uh great I wouldn't nuance. I wouldn't say underappreciated, but I get that angle. For me, I just because I look at it, everything from like maybe you just don't see it yet, or maybe this is something that you gotta come back to. You're not right. ready to digest this 
big of a meal. Right. Like there is, there's. I don't talk about my past or where I work on camera, right? Mm. But it's like I see a lot of people that quote unquote know a lot about the music industry, but it's like there's such thing as tacit and explicit knowledge. And I just had this talk with my parents this week, a great talk for about two hours, and. What I pulled from it was my dad at the end, like, look, don't think just because you read it somewhere that you understand it. Yeah. Like, a lot of the people that write these books and whatnot are researching the people that experience it. So always go go to both sources if you can, but otherwise go to the person that went through it. Yeah. Because they can give you a way different perspective and a, tr- a way more true perspective. and Because they felt it. Because they, they felt it, yeah. right? And I think a lot of times I see that type of stuff on music industry things where it's like, oh, remember I, was, I broke down the Meek Pound side pop thing yeah, from an industry perspective. And a few months later, Meek was in the thing with Swiss Beats and DJ Clue and them, and it was like, is he Meek broke down the particulars of the deal and it was like, Swiss Beats, you've been in the industry for this many years. DJ Clue, you've been giving out this many deals. Like these are people that put tens of artists on. And like, was this a bad deal? And it's like, no. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but a nigga that hear from the industry, I mean, I hear I hear they're giving out million dollar deals. You can even look at it from like these two niggas gave out those deals. And I'm I'm, I'm looking at it from the perspective of just like a regular nigga yeah. watching that, they're gonna be like, them niggas be scamming other people. Like Niggas, right. niggas always have a caveat instead of just listening like, yeah, this was a good deal, bro. Like, you didn't have the framework yeah. for me to give you anything exactly. better. But I'm a person that lived a lot of life and a little bit of life in the same, at the same time. Like, it's, I'm a not weird, that old. it's a weird place to be in. Yeah. Because it's like, I've experienced so much, but then I've experienced nothing at all. Yeah, like, I went on a world tour yeah. with a uh, uh, person that sold 50 million records. Yeah. You did something not you did something ninety nine percent of people would never yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like so it's like my experience of things is not gonna come from the same perspective as almost anybody. My experience of being outside of like, yeah, I could read about how the experience of getting on a private jet is versus being on a private jet. It's like like, no, nah, this is really G6, G5 type shit for an album release. You know what I'm saying? Like, where it's like, that shit is a different experience. It's a very fun experience. Then it's the downsides of it. And people can never see the downsides of it. You know what I mean? Shit like that. When you at, like, for most people, when you're at the bottom and you're looking at the top, you don't see none of the downside. Because, hey, like, yo. Keith, get your man, bro. Perfect, bro. Can we, be, can we be serious? No, we're going to talk about the White Howard's episode, but you got to go right there. <laughs> when you're in a poor place and you're looking at a place of grandeur and the word. you can't see the misery that follows it. Aha. Bitch-ass niggas. What? <laughs> aha moment because he don't know how to speak. Um, yeah, I, I, feel like, I feel like honestly... Actually, they call it delusions of grandeur. Yes. I'm going to be a little bit more... I'm going to be just very... I think we are underappreciated. I feel like our topic... Our our content is very good. Um, I feel like we could be a little less uptight at moments, but I feel like we do be in some moments that we could be a little bit more serious. So we got shit to work on. But I feel like our product is A1. We got... We got... You know what I mean? If this was music, 
It's that crack music. You know what I mean? So No, like when I go back and, when I go back and listen to our episode, it's like it's like an easy lesson. Yeah. I'd be like, damn, I like this shit. Like yeah, once <laughs> I get past my voice, cool. Yeah, once I get past that, I'm listening to myself. I mean, I don't really want to cut this off. I actually like what we talk about. You're a big believer, Keith? Big believer in if if you build it, they will come. So I'm not really stressing about you numbers know numbers or yeah. Well, numbers, yeah, because it's like we putting stuff out like and zero people are listening, then I'm like Zero is crazy. Yeah, zero, zero is, crazy. is crazy. But but for people to even if let's say we put out YouTube and thirty people listen a week, I feel like that's that's a lot of yeah, people. We didn't have thirty last week, and we still got numbers on 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 the audio. It's like, you know, what I mean, for media, thirty might not be a lot, but thirty people listening to you something. Get thirty people in a room, man. You doing better than a lot of people. Yeah. You're doing better, Sean. I'm gonna keep saying it. Yeah, that's that's a. You might want to clip that up this week, bro. I'm not gonna lie. That's that's one of my favorite Jones. Um, yeah, we got a lot of topics to get through this week. Um, hmm. I go to the car. Let's go like entertainment um, wise. I do too. Um, your bad crap. So we, I saw it was like a Meek and Ross um, interview to drop. They dropped via like Baller Alert or some shit. I think they doing a media run for them. Yeah, for sure. The, they come out the eleventh or some shit like that, mm-hmm. right? Tenth one of those. One of them days. Are y'all anticipating that? Can I be honest? Uh, I didn't know about it, but like, can I be honest? No. no. Yeah, I'm not anticipating it either. I mean, it's... And the, the rapping is good. Yeah, the rapping's very good. I'm just... I'm just not anticipating it. It's um, like I'm going to listen to it. I think it's going to be some good rapping on there. Uh, it's not doing it for me. <laughs> the needle. I mean, it's new meek. I've been wanting new meek since... Expensive for a while, time. Huh? Expensive pain. Yeah, just around there. But Rick Ross, I'm kind of... I'm kind of cool on Rick Ross to the point where I can just listen to his old stuff. Like you, you don't have to you put think out. He's anything reached else. that level in his career, or like yeah. reached that point where it's yeah, like, you don't have to put out anything else. Yeah. Okay. Like you're a legend. You don't. You don't have to do this anymore. I don't think me got to do it anymore either. That's a funny. I part. don't think me got to do it no more either. For real, me twelve years in the game. I don't think Wale got to do it anymore either. Yeah. I would like to see it. Losing like, Wale and me could be a hurt piece. We about, yeah, like, you got them. We, about to, we about to lose all these niggas for real, for real. Drake, Cole, Kendrick, Wale. Like if Wally didn't drop that single last Friday, when was the last? When, when were you going to be expecting a Wally project or a Wally? Pretty soon. Not yeah. gonna lie. There you are. It's not a year. How many years? Is it? It's like two years since the last one, right? I thought he dropped uh, "Dearly Beloved" and all that last year. That's last year. Was it? No. That's that was twenty one. Oh, I'll be listening to that shit. Like it's. Yeah. I got old checks. New song. balances. "Dearly Beloved." Yeah, I can't listen to that. "Dearly Beloved" is beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful in the sense it where yeah. it was the end of twenty. Triggering. It's two years old, actually. It's Trigger? Yeah. I can't listen to that. Dirty Love is ain't even funny no more. Man, bro. He was triggering. Yeah. Yeah. I still so, listen to the tape before that. Somebody got mad when I said Wale was the best pen in MMG. That's what I... Now, if they say... Too. Huh? I would be mad, too. Why? Because it was Pill. I'm lying. It was Wale. <laughs> I fuck with Pill, though. Oh, he trying to I, <laughs> I fuck with Pill, though. Niggas like, Pill ass. No. All right. bar, when MMG first started popping, niggas was like, my my man, uh, Ant. Does he support the pod? Shout out, Ant. Hold on. I'll discuss after this why he probably doesn't support the pod. Fuck Ant, then. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's a good reason. Oh, all right. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> What's going on? Bro. <laughs> anyway, he used to listen. He used to like really listen to That's Bill. still your man today? I was, we cool, but again, I can't. Was it me? Huh? Was it Sebs? 
What are you talking about? It was probably <laughs> <laughs> fucking me, Siri. <laughs> Go ahead. No, it's not that. All right, cool. All right, cool. Because I'll be chilling. Whatever. I don't even want to talk no more. No, it's not that. All right, but yeah. They, now, I would anticipate the project if they had some Wale on there. They still not cool? I don't think they... I don't think it's beef. I don't think it's beef. It's I just, thought it was beef, him and me. You I don't beef. I swear they did. But no. Go ahead. What were you saying? They had beef on and off for like seven years. And then, but they still cool. Yeah. While they come to Philly, he be with Chaser niggas. For real? Yeah, a lot of the time. You know, it was, never mind. I can't say that. Go ahead. That's very insensitive. What? It's insensitive. What? They're vices. So it's kind of like they're always angry. Yo. Or on edge. You cool? I, I said I didn't no, say it. Go ahead. They just be liking pills. Pills, and they got an alcoholic. They probably be ramming when they get into it. Like, yo, I'm gonna beat you. No, the one time they got into it, I think uh, Meek came at it because, you know, Wally is bipolar depression or something like Meek. Yeah, like, that too. That's crazy. That was crazy when Meek did I didn't want to mention that because that's said? like some... Basically, he came at Wally's mental disorder. You remember that? I can't remember exactly what he said. <laughs> yeah, Meek crazy. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> <laughs> Insane. But I'm pretty sure they cool. I don't think it's no beef. I think it was business shit. It's about we, about Wale really bipolar. Yeah, like it's, it's yeah. He says he yeah. He said he was like clinically done. And I believe it, bro. He be random. I think he's just alcoholic. Oh shit! Why one of my favorite artists? I'm being honest. A, a alcoholic Nigerian with bipolar disorder. <laughs> I'm not gonna laugh at that. I'm not gonna get me. I'm just gonna leave it at that. But what were you saying? You was before we got sidetracked. Your man. Your man. Ant. Oh, he was really in the pill. Like he, like that was. He was like he, was, like he, one of them niggas that would believe pill was the best writer in MG. And oh, when was that? Twenty twelve. Like I swear, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, that song Pac Man on the MG tape. That was one of my favorite songs. There's so many other songs on the tape though. Pandemonium was my number one, but Pac Man was like crazy. number three. I need a Pandemonium part two. If they could do that for me, they're gonna go gold off of me alone. Because okay. I'm, a, I'm Who a called the body on Pandemonium. Huh? Side, just quick sidebar. Who caught the body? Wale. 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 All right, cool. Dreams of getting green. Best of leaves on John Deere. Yeah. Come on, bro. Wale, Wale caught, caught a lot of bodies on that one. Too. A lot He's of bodies. Catching nobody out bar. It was just yeah. like when he hopped on the song, it was like, y'all can chill. <laughs> y'all can relax. Yeah. It's like, y'all not fucking with him. <laughs> I felt like Meek became the star of the tape, but Wale had bar for bar was just. Yeah. A lot of the shit while you rap about niggas don't be really into. Like I said, it take a while to, for you, for something to be ready for you to digest, and a lot of niggas wasn't ready to digest the shit he was putting out back then. Yeah, when I first heard "Fly Snake Out Cheer," period, no maxi pad, and then that bitch, I got the right. I was like, bitch, yeah. I got the right to write, bitch, I got the right to vote. Presidential suite, bitch, bitch, I never used my right to vote. Man, yeah, see, <laughs> girl nigga. got mad at me because I put Wale over cool. I still hold that opinion. Who got mad at you, girl? Uh, I think it's because Wale has certain projects that people weren't ready to digest. <laughs> like eleven one eleven theory, that's a crazy project. A lot crazy. of people, a lot of people weren't ready to digest that project. I mean, it's not like like to digest on that. Job. I He's feel like his, his delivery. I feel like his song making at times is kind of like this is different. I feel like his delivery is a. Uh... It needs work sometimes. Because I never heard. It's even soul making. I never heard uh, Lost One style of song, but I heard J. Cole. Yeah, Lost One was crazy. Lights, please. Like, yeah, I want to tell her, I want to feed her some knowledge, but she just want to fuck. Like, regular rapper going to be like, I want to fuck too. Fuck that knowledge <laughs> shit. I'm cute with the bean. But J. Cole, when J. Cole was rapping about shit like that, 
lot of niggas wasn't ready to digest that. But I'm saying he still from kind of day one was elevated to the status that Wale wasn't able to get. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like when J. Cole would I mean Wale had a Rihanna feature on his first on his first album. And this was when Rihanna was he had a Lady Gaga feature on, exactly. his, on his first like mixtape or something. Exactly. Like, the chilling though, right? Yeah. Looking at me. I, I thought think, it was I pretty think, pretty girls. No, nah, pretty girls is um that has to be a that's a sampler. That had I think somebody on that. Did he have Rihanna? He yeah, Rihanna. contemplate. She don't contemplate? Contemplate. You sure? Actually, I don't think that's Rihanna. That's Rihanna. You sure? Play this shit. Why do you contemplate? That's Rihanna. Mm, I don't know. That's a that's a that's a um when you look back at it, Wale has like a lot of features. Wale has like, a crazy discography. It's a sample of Rihanna. Yeah, no, it's Rihanna. It's Rihanna. He has a song with Rihanna. It's a re- <laughs> I might that might not be the song, but he has a song with Rihanna. Oh, well, I'm saying it's not his first album. Yeah, it's not his first album. That's but, attention deficit? Yeah, but I'm saying they sampled Rihanna, yeah. which is easy to do then because he had the Jay-Z connection. Does it not say featuring Rihanna? No. No. Are we on the June? That's why I said it. I don't think she on there. This Mandela effect. He, I'm going to find Look, it. Look, nigga. No, and I'm going to find it. They You're say right. which song they sampled. They sampled I mean, Rihanna's questions. Question you might have seen it somebody saying featuring Rihanna because of the yeah, sample. Yeah, they got it on YouTube saying featuring Rihanna. But it's Rihanna. not a feature. Okay. It's like I'll concede. featuring Jamie Foxx. Yeah. On Daily Beloved. Beloved. Okay. But it's a sample. But it's a sample. I'll concede. But I'm gonna find the song. He has a song with the weekend. Does he? Yeah, and it didn't make an album. It was on a mixtape. Yeah, yeah, it probably passive aggressor. Oh shit, yeah. Fuck. What's wrong with me? But that's probably a thing of label and not believing in it and you might have went over your budget on recording. Yeah, that, that song was never gonna be like, oh shit, but he has a weekend feature. Yeah. Wale well, worked with a lot of people. I would definitely be more inclined to a Wale album than a Meek and Ross album. But that's right just now? me. And absolutely. That's just that's just me and where I I'm at in life. But I know a lot of young niggas or niggas that's just outside would much rather like niggas that go to the club every weekend, much rather a Ross and Meek album. Yeah, because everything is like, oh my God, I can't wait to hear the song on Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the section. Yep. With my $350 of watered down. Yep. So the, pour on somebody. All right. So quick question: Your yeah. most anticipated album of the year outside of <clears throat> Drake and the biggest artists in the world, Taylor Swift? Well, I didn't anticipate neither one of those albums. However, you didn't anticipate for all of those. No. What's wrong with you? And I'm not just potting. No. Fuck with you. Well, all right. What's 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 your most anticipated album of the year? Honestly, I was looking forward to the to the Pusha T John that Donald brought up the other day. Did you have an album? He was supposed to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was supposed to be a Gangsta Girls. Oh, yeah. And probably Eclipse John, too. That's the funny part. Yeah. I was looking forward to that, but. How about you, Kaiser? Outside of Drake and. Uh, All right. Taylor back Swift. to Keys. <laughs> it's like, damn. I'm, uh, I'm trying no, to I was actually answer. thinking, too. That's why I didn't think about it. I had to think about it. Uh, Mariah the Scientist. And Brent Fires. You ain't, you ain't anticipating Nigga, we didn't know Brent was coming. Pause. Are you talking about like as the world? Actually, like I anticipate, I, like, yo, I can't. He said he dropping this year. I can't wait. Okay. I thought we were talking about like as the year passed, like as. A, no, like, yo, most like, like I we was, knew Drake was dropping. Well, I saw the Drake. I was saying Mariah the Scientist. You're going to hate me. But okay. Oh, J. Cole's dropping this year. Yeah, J. Cole. Vs. Is J. Cole really dropping? He's supposed to. I'm lying. Yeah. This is his last album. J. Cole? The Fall Off. This is his last album. Yeah. 
hope so. Oh, not. What's your problem, J. Cole? Huh? What's your problem, J. Cole? I just find them boring nowadays, but I don't know if you heard me. My most anticipated album was Beach. But I, like I said, J. Like, J. Cole's last album took me a while to di- like digest. Like, it was cool, but now that I listen to it now, I'm like, all right. I think it's a top three J. Cole album. Yeah, honestly. I put it a lot more now. That's a top three. It's better than Ganger. Yes. What are we talking about? Uh, I'm going to keep it a B. Ganger Mike got it for me, too. Because <laughs> ain't listening to Ganger. No, album I of the year. If you do album of the year, Ganger my top three automatically. Crazy. And that's it's not, it's not even on some like rap, spiritual, lyric. Like, it's just a good. But he's rapping, though. That's the funny thing. He is He's not on no lyrical shit or like, yo, he barring you to death. The thing about V's is, which I think we got to get back to in rap, V's is funny. He's having fun. He doesn't take himself too seriously. V's is funny. I feel, I feel like a lot of rappers aren't funny anymore. Um, they just do funny shit from time yeah, to time. No, he's actually kid, hilarious. V's is like rapping funny. Yeah. Like Lil Dog so, so Broke Man, I'm praying for him. That's bar. That's hilarious. You shot me in my back, know my outfit just Ricky. When I heard that, I just replayed the whole song. <laughs> he was dicky. <laughs> he was dicky. That's hilarious. You know, he's yeah. in that same, to me, he's in that same vein as like a No Cap and Rilo. Not like their song making, but like how they choose to rap. It's kind of like, that's funny as shit, but he's trying. No, I get what you're saying, because I fuck with No Cap a lot. Yeah. This is yeah. the thing. Um, I'm going to keep it real. That nigga must die, and I ain't talking our pits. I was like, this nigga <laughs> Listen, I mean, listen. All jokes aside, most anticipated of the year. Oh. Uzi always gonna be in there for me. I always want to hear what bro about to say, yeah. even if you that's, know what I mean? that's like a close second. Yeah, but also, even though he just dropped one song, y'all know I couldn't wait till Doggy came home, man. Oh, Shout right. out Forty Two Doug, right. man. Yeah. Shout out Forty Two Doug. I don't, know, Doug, I don't man. know what tape that was, bro. Freedom I, Boys, I bro. I used to hate getting this stuff. Freedom bro. Boys, bro. Freedom it Boys. Was, it was the blue, the blue joint. Freedom bro. Boys, bro. You played that fucking album. No, I still play that album. No. I used to get Freedom Boys is the best Air album Boys of the 2020s. I, I hate that mixtape. I like his other two, his first two better than that joint. Mm-hmm. Free Rick, free, bro. He played that song yeah. into the I like the other two, bro. You're insane. You ever listen to Turn Bitch? I listen to all that shit. You ain't listen to Turn Bitch. Yes, really, I did. You really fuck with 42 Doug. I do too. Listen, no, no, no. No, uh, ESCG was another one I was anticipating. I was fucking with Freedom Boys is the best album of the 2020s as far as rap goes. And okay. I don't care. He never say anything like, who shot me in my back? No, my outfit is Ricky. I'm going to keep it a bean, bro. He said, <laughs> what do he say? Uh, Shorty don't want to be friends. Or can I fuck? Shorty don't want want to fuck. Well, let's be friends. No, he said Shorty don't want to fuck. Well, let's just be friends. You don't want to be friends. Well, let me fuck. Like, bro, he that's that's like that's real rap, bro. That didn't do it for me. That did it for me, bro. You probably gotta hear it. Oh, listen to it. No, we listen to it after. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to hear it right now. (laughs) No, I put it in my uh, close friends. I was like, yeah, they booked him because he's bringing back real rap. I, I don't. What do you say, bro? Here we go. Okay, bro, that's a bar, bro. That didn't do it for me. That's a bar. Cos. Let Drake would have said that, bro. Cosby. Oh my God. You're not going to talk about Drake. Rolex. <laughs> listen. When the cameras go off, listen to Ganger. What you say? Relax. Listen to the Ganger. I'm not listening to that. Why? Why are you so against it? I got to be in a... You know what's crazy? Because like Babyface Ray, when I like a new Babyface Ray song, it got to catch me off guard. It got to come on like shuffle. 
But like, just if I go to listen to Babyface Ray, I'd be like, what the fuck am I listening to? When Drake drop, you going right to it. Yes. What the fuck are we talking about? Is Drake, Babyface Ray. It's not really a debate there. No, it's kind of like Drake, Babyface Ray, like right there. You're insane. You saw you want cross out for a second wait, doing wait, that? What? what are you talking about? He said, he basically saying Babyface Ray and Drake are in the same column. Yeah, they are. All right. They're trolling me. <laughs> what do you mean? The caliber as far as what? If Babyface Ray knew how to sing, he'd be way over Drake. But he don't. I'm so. just buying. Trolling. Yeah, all right. I anticipate Babyface music more nowadays. But that's because Drake gave us all these fucking classics. Is that a point where I anticipate Uzi more than Kanye? Oh, Kanye dropping this year. Kanye's not dropping. He said him and Ty Dolla's not dropping. Kanye's a fucking liar. Like, what do we? Kanye say he's naming his clothing line use. Did you see his Yay twenty twenty four, bro? The Yay is a swastika, bro. (laughs) Bro, like he be drawing, bro. Bro, I'm crazy. I the swastika side the star David, bro. It's the craziest shit ever. Like. They got him out of there immediately. <laughs> so what you want about Kanye? It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> no, bro. No, that's not funny. That wasn't even funny. It was so crazy. Like, when it popped up on my feet, I said, how did this get on here? <laughs> so what's, what's your most anticipated, bro? What's, what's your top two anticipated? Ganger. Ganger, what else? Nothing. Ganger and... I said something. Did Wasteland drop this year? Who? Wasteland. That was last year. That was last year. All the time I hear right now, I just got Ganger. Mariah the Scientist ESTJ. And Drake. And Drake, obviously. He said Drake, obviously. Like, don't mm-hmm. mention that. Come on, man. Give me V's and Uzi. And then. Well, yeah, I said V's, Uzi, push a T. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, give me a. Uh, doggy go first, man. It's doggy first for me. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite rapper right now. I'm waiting for Baby to drop, too. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, it sucks when they don't know. No, yet. did you not see the video he put out yesterday? Mm-hmm. Terrible. Damn, it sucks when they don't know. Yeah, he rapping like, yeah, this is the one. That is not the one. Yeah, or the two, or the three, or the three. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, um, hey, uh, he was rapping like that was the one. That shit wasn't it. Keep it being. I liked it when it came out. Like the snippet, I was like, what type time is he on? And he liked, hey, you going to hell? Liked it. Let's recant that. <laughs> that shit ass, bro. It was better than it's the sad snippet. when they don't know yet. It's sad when they don't know yet. <laughs> and then Gunner, then the more I listen to Gunner, I'll be like, yo, this nigga fucking snapping, man. <laughs> I be trying not to listen to Cuz. Why? Why are you trying to listen to him? Cuz, okay, with Gunner, it's, it's like the same thing with Babyface Ray. The shit gotta come on shuffle, and I'll be like, damn, we'll listen to that. So, what do you listen to on a daily basis? RB. Okay. Yeah, Travis Scott Drake has been in my rotation Travis the last two weeks. Scott. Travis Scott is crazy. All right, let's get on. Until yeah, until further notice, the last song on YouTube should have bombed. Should have bombed. Mandatory, government mandated. Uh, Twenty One Savage. I never hot on that drum. Uh, um, let me guess. You talked about spinning. Of course. Oh right, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thought it was a stepper until you ran to a stepper. Yeah, She's still hot. like that. Um, was any music, movies, or TV memorable? Like, is, are we getting to the point where everything's microwaved? Microwave so. and recycled. <laughs> like I think so. I, mean, we, I don't think we watch enough TV. So that's like I think Oppenheimer was good as shit. Barbie was good as shit too. I still haven't seen either one. Good as shit. And what's Not the much. movie Terrence is talking about with uh Scorsese? Flowers of the Something Moon. Yeah. That's a Scorsese film? Yeah, Scorsese, yeah. Mm-hmm. They he said that John classic. You got Leo and Robert De Niro. Yeah. So you saw what they said about Leo though? 
They said, uh, um, they said Leo kept trying to um, go off script and improvise. Mm-hmm. They was like, we don't really need that, big bro. Lawrence <laughs> yeah, Scorsese is probably Leo cut that shit out. Yeah, basically, <laughs> that's essentially what he said. So he kept trying to improvise. We, we didn't need that, Leo. <laughs> you know, Taylor did a hundred million dollars in movie tickets her first week. For she her did movie. a movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. Beyonce gonna do double that. No, no she's, she's not. not. She's not. She's not bigger than her, bro. Taylor Swift is in a class of her own. That's a debate on its own. It's, it's, it's not, not a debate. debate. Yes. Is she bigger than Beyonce? She yes. went on tour at the same time as her and was like quadrupling her you tickets. You know what sales. she made off her, her ticket sales? No. $4.5 billion. Yeah, it's not close, bro. I understand we love Beyonce. and She made so much you know, money. She's the black she gave, auntie. She gave $500 million to her staff. Yeah, and bonuses. And bonuses. That's not even just pay. And... I think it was four point five billion in profit. She was drawn, bro. I don't know what the, the actual numbers are, but she was doing like Lincoln. Fi- Hell yeah, she was doing Lincoln Financial feel like back to back nights or some shit like that. Like she was she did so far. She did. Huh? She didn't. She didn't. Beyonce could do that. Though. She did. No, she did. She, she did. Possibly could not. She did do Lincoln Financial. She did do Lincoln Financial feel back to back. Who? Beyonce. I think she did. She did. She, she did Philly one time. She started the tour with that. She did it twice, didn't she? She went back to back days, right? Did she? I think she did. Tour, I think she did uh, Either way, if it's not Philly, she did somewhere back to back. I want yeah, to see she New did, York. Yeah, she did. She did a stadium back to back. I'm pretty yeah, sure she could do but, a football stadium back to back. But she's not fucking Taylor, so don't get me wrong. Taylor Swift was doing, I believe, every damn near city back to back. She couldn't do a regular venue. Like she can't do a regular. She should do the TLA. Taylor Swift in the TLA. Yeah. So Let's be real. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she, she did. did one day. Yeah. Uh, that's where she did too. She did somewhere back to back. New York, probably, probably a lot of people do New York back to back. That's the like the. You gotta LA, you gotta Houston, do New York. Home. You gotta do New York, L.A., and I think someplace in Texas back to back. You got to just the amount sheer amount of people. I don't know though, because I don't really pay attention to Taylor Swift. Because she's not for you. Big. She did Atlanta three times in a row. Uh, Beyonce. <laughs> Got to. Yeah. Too easy. She made $40 million in a week. It's too easy. Too easy. Stop looking at me, Kaz. I'll say it. <laughs> she did LA three times in a row. <laughs> she did LA three times in a row. She did Houston back to back. She could have probably did Houston three times. She yeah, I was going to say it. How many times? Three. <laughs> You're not going to say, say it. You're not going to say it? Nope. <laughs> too easy. <laughs> <laughs> Wakanda forever. <laughs> oh, no. I was going way left. No. You know, Wakanda. Nigga, that's not it. I was just going to say <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, come on, man. Yeah, okay, that was way too easy. Yeah, but I think we're getting. The oh time. shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mom. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> no, I was talking about the. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah them pushes. Um. The, oh, while we on music, Jones has this thing where can we finally break it down to him? He keeps putting trap soul in the same conversation. No, not even just the same conversation. Because it might be, Trap Soul is a classic to me. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. It is not fucking with Confessions. No. Jones has been trying to push his agenda for at least five years now that Trap Soul is better than Confessions. Bro, he DM'd me and said that. I said, what are you talking about? He said, it's not a skip on here. I said, it's not a skip on Confessions. And they're better songs. Bro, he said Red Light was a skip. He's going to hell. Bro, it caught me so off guard. It's the steroids. Bro, <laughs> it caught me so off guard. I went and played the song. Like, maybe I'm not remembering the song right. Then I'm listening to it. I damn the back. I say, You're a fucking weirdo. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I mean, it's, 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 it's a debate. 
It's not, it's not a debate, debate, bro. It kind of is, it bro. Because, like, you say you say Trap Souls is a classic, 10 out of 10, right? Yeah. Confessions is a classic. 12 it's a love out of 11, 12 out of 10. You can't do that. 10 out of 10. 12 out of 10. It's the highest you can give it. It's better than that. 9.8 for... Uh, bro, when did, it, when did Confessions come out? 2004. It's 2023, bro. I play that shit like it came out yesterday. I play Trap Souls like it came out yesterday. I don't. I still I give it this praise. I love traps. I, I gotta be in, I gotta be in the mood for traps. It's not fucking with. Even if it's a conversation, you can't just say it's automatically better. Yeah. No. You know what's crazy? Big Tupac, Tupac fan. I think Machiavelli's a ten out of ten. I think Life After Death is a ten out of ten. There's not a conversation for Machiavelli better, better in Life is Life After Death. Nope. Okay. I, that's, I, I accept that. It's I'm just levels. It's just levels. You don't really like Biggie either. No, I do. I do. You trigger. I do. I, I do. remember I said something about Biggie. He was like, I'm cool off the lazy eyes. <laughs> eyes. You got to understand, I'm trolling. <laughs> I love so I'm cool off the lazy eye raps. What they got to do with the raps? That's exactly what you said. And I was like, bro, I'm trolling. Well, I didn't say that in the moment. Right now, I'm telling you, I'm trolling. I do like Biggie. I just don't That's like what when people say that. I didn't like back in the day growing up. Comparing them to Jay Z because kind of like they're dead. Like what they did is what they Yo! did. Yo, Jay Z right. even said it. You got how I'm supposed to you win. Fight you got me fighting ghosts. ghosts. Yeah, no doubt. But at the same time, this one nice says fucking ghosts. ghosts. Yeah. I mean, but like they're dead, and they can't put out anything else. They can't get better. No doubt. They he got better. better. They can't get better or worse. And he got better, but at the same time, there's like a conversation to be had because you know how you know how, this is how nice Biggie was, and this is how. Uh, that's why I'm, I'm having respect for, for Jay-Z but I'm also have a, a big respect for Biggie too no pun um, and that's damn that, that was, was a big that, pun that was a you know what I mean that was a triple entendre don't even ask me how but you would think Jay-Z was Biggie's young bull yeah that's how nice Biggie was you would think he the young Biggie is the, is the old head he wasn't Jay-Z's like two years older than Biggie bro Biggie was that nigga bro but yeah, man. Shout out to Biggie. I still think Biggie the nicest I ever heard. I mean, I got I got even Drake. if I didn't think Biggie was all that like better than Jay Z, right? I kind of got to respect you think him. Drake is nicer than Jay Z. I'm just talking shit, bro. Oh, I got to respect him because he's one of the only two people I've ever heard like get the best of Jay Z, like clearly on a freestyle. I don't know if you ever heard it, but Biggie and Jay Z was freestyling. Nigga, Big, Big O got uh, Jay Z on the freestyle. It did. That's this other person. I was playing it in the other studio, remember? But who else freestyle with Jay Z? Mm, was Jay Z even freestyle with niggas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, it was yeah. like, they used to do that shit. That's kind of, you had to. And that, like, rap, that's why I say, like, rap, like, we, we figured out song making. We, no, let's, let's break it down. Rappers figured out how to make jingles. Like, and I, I think I said Soldier Boy. I think I said it before on when here when academics explained the difference between Uzi and Tekka. And he was like, Yeah, I think Uzi's a better rapper, period. But like also, like, even when it comes to like just simply making songs, Uzi, whether it's bubblegum substance or not, or whether it's low hanging fruit substance or not, like every rapper could when A Boogie came out, he was better than why because or when A Boogie needs to tap back into old A Boogie, what does he do? He goes to relationships. That's the easiest substance to talk about, in a sense, yeah. because it's the most relatable. It's gonna play on radio because everybody everybody can relate to that shit. Everybody gotta go through a relationship. Everybody has to go through a relationship or some type of heartbreak or betrayal, right? 
So he was saying like, yo, Tekka doesn't talk about anything. Uzi at least brings himself to this. I got why, what you want. He was, yeah, he, was, he named that song. He was like, what the fuck is the song about? I ain't gonna lie, that's a fucking and he was kind of stuck. He was like, but it reached the bill, reached billboard and all this. He was like, but you can't keep replicating that. And he was like, look at Uzi's high, highest, Uzi's highest chart in song. It's one, a dance record, which breaks, which features shuffle and Exo Tour Life. Exo Tour Life. Right, did they do better than number? But I think it might have at this point, but mm-hmm. I think it might have hit number eight or seven, but yeah. So it's like, this was actually before I just went to rock. Can I ask y'all a question though? Oh, Futsal Shuffle. He was rapping a little bit. I think he always raps on all those singles besides I was doing rock, honestly. I'm kind of mad at him for renaming the fucking top rock to Futsal Shuffle. That's just me personally. Why? Huh? Why? Because I, I kind of feel like, I don't know, I'm big on, I'm big on like giving credit where it's due. So like if you do something first, I'm like, oh. Yeah, but who the fuck is I supposed to get? We all 30. Yeah. Who's going to get? Um, Who's going to get the top? I'm pretty sure. Who's going to get the dollar boy? Yeah. Not a dollar boy, but somebody who used to dance back in the day. What was the what was he was supposed to shuffle? Who was the niggas that was um He was supposed to go get uh everybody from Team Nike because they still alive. He was supposed to go get uh Yeah, no, they definitely (laughs) about three of them. No, he was supposed to go get uh Rico Havoc. No. (laughs) 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 Talking about man, crazy man. No. Crazy (laughs) man. Yo, did y'all see the Aunt Edwards commercial? Yeah. yeah, that shit fire. I'm sorry. Melo had a point though. What he said, you grab everybody ones, grab my twos. You know, and you ain't fucking with the ones. So you grab, you grab who? He grab everybody. You grab everybody first. Need shitty. The mellow ones. They all shitty. <laughs> but my point is, he grabbed everybody first. Need and then grab the mellow's second version of sneak. Because I like, think the twos better than the ones, honestly. But to the youth though, those ones are untouchable. Like mellow ones, because the youth likes the mellow. But who who buy? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, these ones are bad. They're terrible. These I, are bad. I, I don't like them. My worst enemy for the funeral. <laughs> I like how they incorporated Atlanta culture in that John. And his man pulled the John out like these the ones Jack. And he's like, yeah, because they mine crazy man. Like you know what I mean? I feel like that's really like that shit. Felt like I was really back I wish in the. We got a better look at the shoe during the commercial, right? Okay. But other than that, I like the commercial. Yeah, I like the commercial. I like the commercial. I like the shoe too. I might grab the shoe. Do y'all want to stay? Um, do y'all want to do song of the week or on late? Uh, we got a few more topics to get through. We got a lot more topics to get through. Let me let's not get bullshit. These topics. Um, let's power through these topics. All right, let's power through. Um, speaking of Atlanta, um, do y'all want to talk about Dwight Howard? I ain't got too much to say, bro. Like, do y'all know the details of the case? I didn't want to know. I honestly didn't want to know. Because so you about- did research for pop purposes. I couldn't because research it, it, I did for poppers has led me to a very dark. Because in my mind, right? What the fuck did you? Have? I yes. Because in my mind, I, I heard that he mean? assaulted another man. Right. Been, all right. Started so off as consensual. I'm gonna break it down. He was Dwight Howard. He was stronger than the man, so he started taking it. No. <laughs> Yo, and that's where I stopped. That's where I that's checked out. But that's that's, that's, that's how happened. I interpreted it. That's, that's the, but that's what it started I was, off consensual. That's what I was getting from it. That's why I checked out. That's sensationalized. Listen. Mace has the best breakdown, in my opinion, especially from a, a politically incorrect person. <laughs> where he says this line, and we gotta find this for clip purposes. If it's a surprise, it's not consensual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did try to bring some. No, no, no. He didn't just try. He succeeded. Someone else was in the room. Listen, he DM and bull. This story actually broke in July, by the way. But he DM and bull. 
Oh, the messages that came out. Yeah, he okay. DM a ball. Hmm. We broke in July. Yeah. So we're just hearing this three months. Y- yeah. But no, the messages hit the timeline. No, but I'm saying he got sued in July. He's he didn't just get sued. No, I yeah, guess. I know that. I'm just saying like the part of the suing is hitting, the t- but the, the the screenshots of the messages didn't hit the timeline. That's uh, what I'm saying. Right. People um, said them drones was fake. I remember them drones. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The, the, the screenshot. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> he was DMing ball, got him to come to the crib, basically get him in the room, and he brings out allegedly, according to the Joe Budden podcast, with the uh, you know he, he in the industry, in the circles he brings out this nigga named Kitty. It's a man dressed as, dressed as a woman. He stopped, so he brings out Kitty. Crazy, um, Kitty comes out. Joe Budden basically saying Kitty is like his sidekick. Like they, that's just they move. Yo, that's they play. <laughs> he trying to be funny and mad that I'm laughing, bro. I'm not trying to be funny. What you uh, mean? Bro. This they move. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck. So Kitty comes out and basically they said the white bull said the white told him, "You gonna do whatever we want you to do. You gonna like it." <laughs> Stop, bro. <laughs> Stop, bro. I'm not laughing at the victim. I'm laughing because why are you 6'9", 250 selling niggas? You gonna do whatever he wants you to do on, and you gonna like it. Hold on, bro. What you mean, bro? The White Hour just 6'9", 250. I think that's another thing to bring into the story, another fold of the story. The White biggest shit. And do you see how strong the White Hour The White... Biggest shit with these big ass super soaker so, arms. He just in there. Yeah, you gonna like it. <laughs> but I just think I'm a shot his big ass. <laughs> I'm not homophobic. What happens is this starts to great. It starts to greater lines when the whites in the interviews telling people he's not gay. All right. And it's like you know he come out now like yeah, whatever is my business is my business. You understand my bedroom. Whatever I do in my bedroom is my business. Can I insert a joke here? I'm sorry. No. So listen, no, you can't, no, you can't, no, you can't. Stop. So my whole thing is, it is your business, but if somebody comes out to say you taking ass, like I talked about, or you you forcing shit, like the dude, I'm not going to go too graphic, but the white, it wasn't like he was a dicky ass. He was confused of forcing oral on bull. Like that's kind of crazy. Like, Wait, like like the white was giving him oral? Yeah. Okay, so I didn't read that wrong. I read that. Yeah. So it's like, yo, that's scary, bro. Like, <laughs> that's scary as shit. So that that the white shit is kind of scary. Like, He's six nine two fifty, and he got another nigga named Kitty in this joint that's probably barking at you or some shit. Like I'm, Tia Cooper when they got divorced, she was like he was having sex with individuals. <laughs> now, <laughs> this is where we really gonna get into. Uh, <laughs> this is where we really gonna get into the white. No, 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 no. We're going to really, this is where Sebs turns it up a notch on the pot. Keep your composure. I'm just going to read. (laughs) I'm just going to read some reports of injury history. Uh, Yeah, yeah, you draw, you draw, you draw. (laughs) 212-22, back. Two fucks with two <laughs> <pack>. <laughs> What? 
D. What? 16, 22, D. 1, 14, 22, D. 12, 14, 21. Neck. 4, 14, 21. Knee. 8, 9, 20. Right knee. 8, 7, 20. Right knee. 8, 5, 20. Knee. 3, 10, 20. Illness. They don't specify what type of illness. 11, 19, 18. Back. Now, this one might be the craziest one with guys. 10, 1, 18. <laughs> Gluteal soreness. <laughs> it, well, this one might be crazy too with context. 12, 22, 17. Dislocated finger. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <sighs> yeah. So just reading his injuries. You know what this makes me think of? The Amari Hardwick and uh, Jada Jackson scene. And she was like, he was out with an ass injury for a minute in 2018. He was like, ain't nobody bending me over. And she was like, oh, oh, so you don't. <laughs> yeah, so I pray, I pray the victim is not lying because I hate when, you know, people cry wolf. But I also pray that the white is not out here because that's a scary situation. Imagine you just walk into your car, two niggas, 169, and the nigga dresses a woman come up to you. Like, we gotta that's die. A, that's we a, gotta die. We gotta fight to the death. <laughs> like, that's it's a, bad that his son was accused of like inappropriately touching one of his classmates in school. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear yeah, about yeah, that. The, uh, I think the son he got with the John Royce, right? I'm not sure. Yeah, his, I think one of his older crazy. sons. Yeah. So it's like to learn behavior. Yeah, my man. My man was like, "You, the white, you a sick nigga. You passed the sickness <laughs> down to your son." I said, "Yo, you draw." But if you want some sick shit, bro, and your child sees it, it's a learned behavior. It's you know what I mean. Like so, I don't. Yeah, that's, um, that, yeah. that's that's. I. This is why I didn't look into it because Michael Parsons was like accused of the same shit. Oh shit! shit. And I, in my mind, because I'm not homophobic or anything, it's just like these six six two fifty big ass niggas just going around grabbing niggas like you said. That shit's scary. You gotta switch these niggas down. <laughs> Pause. I ain't doing nothing with switch with no man. You, know I mean? you gotta get a pistol. What did he first say? You gotta get a pistol. <laughs> no bullshit. No Bro, bullshit. Like shit, like because realistically, once he was in that room, what could he do? <laughs> what, what, what Cam Newton said? Hello. It's <laughs> my favorite joint. Hello. Hello. <laughs> what, what Tyler's nigga um, <laughs> but all jokes aside for a minute I'm thinking like yo these teams got these needs at center Yeah, why is it the white the be- Warriors, I'm like yo this when is the this- Warriors called up I'm like yo we about to win a chip that shit was like they let him go I said what the fuck the yeah, next day the yeah. white out here taking dick I was like oh okay <laughs> that's what the reports was write this time down Keith please I'm busy 119 <laughs> Um, yeah, um, let's go into some more lighthearted things. Um, stay on, <laughs> stay on sports. What was your first impression of the first week at NBA? Uh, the one, the, no, Friday night might have been one of the best regular seasons nights ever with the Lucas shit, 
Um, you know, I missed a lot of it. No, that was that was one of the best regular season nights ever. Yeah, I missed it. Ever. Uh, Wimby and them went into overtime. The nice, the, the battle for Texas with the uh, the Spurs and the Rockets. Yeah, he banged on Jabari Smith. Super crazy. I caught a lot of stuff. Just the highlights. But open the night was good for me. Yeah. I fucked over the night. Uh, what y'all six, think? Sixers let me down again. Uh, I feel well, like, I, I feel I like they were supposed to lose. I wouldn't absolutely. I wouldn't even say but they was in it was in the game. But to me, I was watching I'm like the Bucks just won't kill these niggas at the end of the game. I mean they missed a crucial call that led to a game losing three. Yeah, they did. Clearly. They did, but they lost. Okay. <laughs> they lost. Okay. But I'm enjoying it so far, besides the fact that these niggas are sitting out already. Like Yeah, that's the problem. The book that's the problem. and Bradley Bill. Drawn already and be sitting out the home. Jimmy, opener. out like, of all people, bro, what are you doing? Crazy. It's the we not we literally aren't a weekend. How so, are you resting? Not even just that. I feel like it's very, very, very inconsiderate to your core core audience to sit out the home opener. Yeah, bro, that's cr- Bradley Bill, Devin Booker to do that. And as a person that was going to go to the Sixers game tonight, I would be very pissed if you know I spent my money and and B wasn't playing. Especially since they're facing the Blazers, which Scoot seems like a two pack of ass right now. What's going on, with Scoot? I don't. I don't think it's because you saw how he was so like dominant. No, 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 no. Oh. He was very enamored with the game that he played his first game. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he was smiling was, at Westbrook getting the fast break. Yeah, like, bro, you need to play defense. <laughs> but he was like caught in the all of it. So I think right now the lights are just bright. Too bright for him. They handed you the keys because honestly, it's supposed to be Anthony Simon's teams. It's Scoot team. Um, that's what that's what they're like setting up. Okay, I at the see. beginning of the season, they were like it's Anthony Simons things, but it's really they're handing the keys to school. So it's just like a lot of you're taking over for Damian a little bit. Like it's just a lot, and I think he's embracing it. And sometimes your talent isn't always caught up to how excited you are. So I just feel like right now he still got to get into the flow of the game. I don't think he's going to be a bust or anything. Um, like your first game is against Westbrook. Kawhi, Paul George, like I, that's a crazy line. Yeah, it was probably like, oh, I'm, I look up to these niggas. Yeah, you probably, and you then, probably don't understand that between the lines, the niggas are trying to kill you. Yeah, and then like you go against two of the best wing defenders in NBA history, mm-hmm. and then at the rim, it's fucking Ivanka Zubac, and then you got Westbrook high pass flying all around, Bones Highland doing all this freaky shit, like. Then coming off the benches, use another adjective. We just came off all this quick. athletic shit. You got uh, who on the bench for them? Um, what's his name? Norman Powell, Terrence Man, Terrence Man. Like, a lot of bodies. All these six, seven niggas doing all this athletic. A lot of what, kids? Huh? A lot of what? What? A lot of what? A lot of bodies. There's <laughs> a lot of bodies. <laughs> bodies, bodies. <laughs> it's all these athletic niggas coming off the bench, and it's just a lot. Like you, like are right, you come down the court, you get a pick off of Westbrook. It's Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go don't, around. Don't Kawhi. send me no screens. You, <laughs> you come around Kawhi Leonard. It's Paul George. Yeah. You get to the rim, it's fucking seven foot, a real seven footer, yeah. two eighty at the rim like this. That's just a lot in your first NBA game. Right. So I, a little bit. What? I think Bradley Bill needs to be investigated. But what? He's been putting health and safety protocols at least seven times. In DC, because he was in them clubs. But now he's in Phoenix. He not his health and safety protocols. He has yes, a back he issue. No, he was uh-huh. this season. Yes, I thought it was first two games or preseason. Preseason probably, but now either way, like what are you doing? Now it's, it's his back. Who is he kissing? Arizona, Arizona <laughs> club scene be popping. You know, TikTok. Uh, I know from personal firsthand experience. Yeah, too. Arizona club scene be jumping. Yeah, yeah, he probably in the club scene. Nice. Might got to take the pot. You know how much money Bradley Bill got? <laughs> that don't mean get COVID every other week. I ain't gonna lie. 
<laughs> I'm being them close. So yeah, I feel like this is gonna be a very entertaining season. I feel like I'm very excited. Um, the league is quote unquote more talented than ever, but that doesn't mean we're gonna get the best basketball product we, with these like, people sitting. These first few games like been looking good. I think if niggas stop sitting out, it's gonna be like we're honestly. I need Embiid to stop being a bitch. Oh no 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 no! I'm I'm with the Sixers to leave my family alone. I'm all for the Sixers. Like, did you see the other day when he got Tobias of all people's way of going to the cup? Like Tobias had a po- he he was hot that game too against he the Bucks. Was, he was seven and nine. He was hot. He doing what he want. About to get to the lane, and B goes to post up in the middle of Tobias moving. Tobias gets frustrated. I never. We call him ass. We can call him a thief. Whatever. I've never seen Tobias not act like a professional. Never. I can do that. He snaps. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? And right. turns around, past the ball. And B goes out the paint. They basically arguing on the court. Ball swings back to B way. He on the right wing. He does a volleyball play. Gives the Bucks the ball in the very Yeah, nine turnovers. Or his, seven and turnovers. Puts, and then when he, after he smacks the ball, he puts his hands on his knees. His he has, body language he sucks. Has, he's had horrible body language for the last six years. Um, I think... His conditioning still isn't where it needs to be. I think I feel like his conditioning never gonna be where it needs to be. Honestly. That's a fair that's a fair analogy. I think his passing is like we're only we're only one game. I only seen him play one game. I didn't watch No, his passing was pretty good. Uh yesterday against, against the Rapids. Okay, his but passing has gotten better. That first game against the Bucks it looked terrible because he was just giving the ball up. He had seven turnovers. So I but I didn't he also didn't play the whole preseason. I didn't I mean you're you're still a profession in the day. The passes he were throwing he threw a pass at the top of the key. He just like did this. Bro, they took that shit and went to the other end of the court. <laughs> so it, it, it's just like at a certain point, I gotta stop seeing you make the same mistakes. Like it's the same mistakes season in, season out. Like, if he's gonna play like that, just put their trade request in, bro. Yeah, just get out of here. And I wouldn't be mad at it because you have given us a lot of good moments. I've seen you give your best effort at times. So we're not going But I've you. seen you just be a complete shell of yourself a lot of times. And I don't I don't want that. More times than I need to see. Yeah, I don't want that. From such a generational yeah. talent. I, and I get it. Like, you're not... We're trying to make you the closer. And your game isn't suited for that. The center is not supposed to be the closer. Yeah. And That's we were the try, problem. We were trying to make him be the closer for the last five years. And he's just not... Even if he goes... Like, my man brings up shit like, yo, look at his fourth quarter points. Center is not supposed to be. A yeah, it just doesn't. Because the way the basketball game is made, a guard is the more dynamic player as far it's as more options. You get to come from the. You can you can start at half court if you want you and know, go full speed towards the rim. It's so much more like half court, full speed, step back. You have so much more of the court to use. Whereas a seven foot player, we put you anywhere inside the paint. We're just going to pack the paint. You can set up other people. Yeah. Like, it's very rare a center can set up other people. You have your Elijah Wines, you have your Jokic, you have your Shaq, you have... Yeah. You but have like, you're, this, think about the niggas you're naming. You're, you're naming the, some of the best niggas that ever But this, this is a problem. <laughs> this is a problem. Talent-wise, I feel like Embiid is right there with Jokic. Okay. But mentally... He's not there. That's the gap. I think they're in... A, I think Jokic is just in a different league mentally. Uh, I think physically as well. I don't know. Do you think he's physically in a different league than Embiid? As far as injuries and availability? Oh, okay, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about like... Because I feel like Embiid is the more imposing player sometimes. Now, when he let, when they let them play, maybe not. Because he's going to expect that call. Yeah. And I think that was another problem with him and Harden. Where you're dealing with two guys 
that are expecting calls. Yeah, they're grifters. Yeah. <laughs> like when every, everybody got mad at Ty Lue when he said it, but he was telling the truth. And he's like, yo, these are two of the top guys that get into the line. Yeah. The chance we, they were like, what's your best chance of beating them? He's like, keeping them off the line. Yeah. Because these guys like to get to the line. If you can do that, you could disrupt the rhythm. Yeah. Because if you're used to, all right, I know at the end of the day, if I keep doing this, if I spam this fake fake and just jump into you shit, all right, they might change it to where it's not a shooting foul no more. But I know at the end of the day, if I do that, if Darden do it twice and I do it three times in these first six minutes, we in a penalty on that fifth time and we in a penalty for I six can, minutes. I can rest at the line. And we could chill. at the, Exactly. I could take it at my own pace. Now we can slow the game down. We could play a muddy game and we go into the line. Yeah. So it's like stronger than most people. It becomes a thing of if you keep them off the line, like in the playoffs, it usually happens. It the series kind of stretches out a little bit. Yeah. So like, but that, that's my thing with Harden and B. It's like, when are you going to realize that that's not going to work? Uh, or when it doesn't work, when are you going? What are you going to do? Yeah, what should you, I have to have a like, pivot? Yeah. As much as as much as much basketball I've watched, as many as many interviews I've watched, players come down to the same thing. You got to have a counter for everything. What's your, what's your counter? Draw other fouls in other ways. Yeah, like, but what's your counter? Um, y'all the two of the most talented niggas ever. <laughs> what, all right, what, what y'all think about, uh, you know, everybody in Philadelphia land is uh, sometimes you have a right to be hyped. Like, I think Maxi looks really good. Yeah. Do you, do you think you build around Maxi, or do you think that's a... How do I say this? That is a... Damn, that's a bad decision in a sense. Um, we'll come right off the bat and say if you build around Maxi, we'll be in the lottery every year. Damn. No, it's it's not that's not really that crazy. No, nah, it's just like damn. <laughs> but I think Maxi's good. I th- my thing with Maxi is he's gotten better every year. So I wouldn't yeah. be too mad at building around him. Like but, but when you distribute you have to look at building in two ways. You can look at building as like, okay, this is our star. This is who we want to give the ball to in clutch situation. What's the ceiling though? That's the thing. He's gotten better every year. Yeah, no, but everybody, but everybody's a ceiling. What's his ceiling? I'll, I'll, I'll make it easier. I think his floor is Lou Williams, and that's still a very good player. <sighs> if Lou Williams is the floor. But at this point, is he good. better than Lou Williams? Is, is he better than Williams at, at this point? I don't, I don't know. Bro, don't know. he's scoring this season. Well, just this two games. Is he better at scoring than Lou Williams? Pro- sure. I don't know. I don't and know. Then, about and then even that, I don't know. But other things, like intangible, like he gets he's more athletic. He's it's more athletic, yeah, but, but Lou Will used to get Lou to the Williams fucking rack. Of, he has a lot of intangibles, yeah, too. Yeah, Lou Will is very Lou crafty. Williams, Lou Williams, as far as, even when he wasn't the starter team, when they had Drew, Iggy, and Holland, Lou Williams, at times, was the best clutch shot maker. Yeah, or clutch for sure. Best. Like, it's like, Lou Williams has a lot of, uh, but that comes from the vets, too. AI was his vet. Yeah. There's a totally different tutelage than Danny Cream being his vet. I could say his ceiling, this one would be crazy. Just because of their stature, he could be a Dame Lillard style player. Now he can't be Dame Lillard, but he could be a Dame Lillard style player. I, I can see that. Dame Lillard light. I can yeah. see that. He's getting better passing the ball too. He had eight assists the other day. So who's, da- who's Dame Lillard light? Besides Dame Lillard, I mean, we don't really got to name a player that's Dame Lillard light. I'm just saying, like he could be a water Dame Lillard. Yeah, flamethrower, can pass the ball. Okay, the average defense gonna play their heart out, hit a clutch shot. You can give them pieces. I put them on par with right. Darius Garland as a ceiling. Darius Garland as a that ceiling? ceiling? He's better than I don't, I don't, I don't, he's not better than Darius Garland. He's not better than Darius Garland. That's scoring, maybe. Consistently, yes. Yeah. But I've never, we've never seen Darius Garland 
play with anybody outside of Donovan Mitchell. That's true. Like and B is a command. Like that's a command. Whether he's playing or not, <laughs> it's like a, it's a two-edged sword. Because when B is not there, there's a certain certain there's a certain confidence that comes with. Oh, I can shoot as much as I want. Yeah. Like there's a certain like freeness that comes with playing. As much that. as he's a crybaby, he's as much of a demanding force as well. So it's like yeah, you have like yeah, Harden's not there, but you have you have B. You have people like. I hate to use his name because I feel like the season should have gotten three years ago. You have Kelly Oubre who's on fire to start the season. You have even teams don't game plan for him to score 30, but they game plan to, for him to not have an efficient 15 to 22, which is Tobias. Yeah. Like you have like solid players around you. Yeah. What do you do when you're the number one focal piece of the defensive? Because that didn't score for tonight. And they only 6 2 a buck 85. we going to throw you around. I don't think he's had to do that yet. But uh, that, so this is the question: When we go to do that, are you okay with that? No, a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with it. The ping pong balls will be flying. I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with it because yes, we'll be in a lottery for a year or two. But that's what happens when you're rebuilding. But if we get a good wing player to play with him, so I'll, I'll, we trade I'll, the We're not rebuilding. I don't think they they in the lotto. Who we getting? Who we getting? I don't there? think they in the lotto. You don't think so? If they propose, I would say Limby, like I want to go to New York or I want to go to uh, Miami. They get those corny ass niggas from New York. Even though I call him corny and all that, that's a solid team in the year. That's a top five seat. Who do we get from? You're right, but who do we get from? If they get in, if they get Barrett and Randall, that's a that's. I the, hate that team. Bro. I hate that team, but that's, that's not a lottery. That's not a lottery. But they're going to playoffs. I would never watch. I hate that team. I would never watch it. Julius Randall come here. If if they get if they get for a B if they get Bam and Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero. I would watch that team. That they're going to get smoked on the defensive end as far as perimeter defense, yeah, but, but at the same time you have a top five all around defender and bam at the rim. You still got Tobias. Exactly. So it's like I don't think they're lottery if they trade the players away. Now if Embiid just walks, yeah, lottery. But you know they trade the players away. If you go get if you go get Bam Tyler Hero with some picks, I'm okay with that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot going on. Or if um, we go get OG and. I hate them, but what's the other one? Pascal? Go get OG Pascal. Pascal, Pascal's going to Atlanta. But. Yeah, but in this, in this imaginary scenario, you get OG Pascal and Gary Trent Jr. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, I don't care anybody besides Julius Randle. Speaking of sports, um, and I hate to use this this moment to pipe, to uh, lift up, uplift LeBron, um, but to, to whom much is given, much is tested. Um, send a message, guess until he gets arrested. Um, shout out, no, not shout out, but prayers for Mikey Williams, man. Shout out, Mikey. <laughs> like, young boy is wilding out, bro. And it's, he's got it, three new felonies added. And even if he beats this case, he might not, still might not be able to play at Memphis. Now, the details are a little fuzzy. In, did you read the, read the details? And not since the new th- three felonies, no. When he first got, like, I didn't read why he got the new three felonies, but like basically, you saw they said they saw him with a gun, but they yeah. didn't see him fire. Yeah, that leaves a but lot I of gray. I thought, that, I thought in the first case they saw him fire at the car, like the people that were fleeing the scene. None of the witnesses in the case that took the stand have. Okay. Yeah, not take the stand, but none of the witnesses that that none of the official witnesses have say seen him firing, firing a weapon. They all their whole thing was we saw him with the gun. He kept telling us to leave, and he threatened. Y'all need to leave before I kill y'all. Yeah. Cool, cool. And then they left and he was firing yeah. at allegedly firing if they were dropping mm-hmm. Um And the car did get hit. So yeah. somebody was firing. Somebody was shooting at them. Yeah. But it's like, to me, 
if he's the middle ticket, somebody else in the house got to take the case. Like, but they let him take the case. I'll be the worst one. I ain't taking that case, man. <laughs> but he the middle ticket. Like, he had a multi-million dollar Puma deal. And nah, he just lost. Lost the Puma deal. Lost your... He's not... He, he can't go play at Memphis. Just can't. Just with all the things that happened in Memphis, things surrounding Penny Hardaway. Um, this would be like Penny's fourth controversy since he's been the head coach. Do y'all feel like... Um, and then they're not winning. How do y'all feel about them comparing him to Ja? I feel like that's kind of drawing to Ja. Ja at least made it to NBA. Ja, not even not just not that. Even that. We have not seen... Like, yes, with top, Ja did, if you had a weapon in Denver that was not registered or not yours. Yes, that is technically a crime. But they couldn't prove it. Ja, we have not seen any reports, and they've tried to air out all Ja's dirty laundry, and there's people online like, yeah, Nike's holding so much back because Ja is the Kyrie replacement. So they're, you know, a certain shit we never gonna hear about. But Ja has not, Ja is just a dickhead yeah. versus being, a, he, Ja has not shown a propensity for violence. No matter how much he tweets about Ben on that, still on that, and all he forever on that. He hasn't harmed He people. has not, he no, sh- matter of fact, he has. Remember, he punched the young boy that was at his crib. He has not oh, showed yeah. a propensity. <laughs> he has not showed a propensity for extreme violence, should I say. He hasn't shot at anybody. Yeah. I feel like the same person that punches somebody is not the same person that shoots somebody. I feel like most people wouldn't shoot anybody. I feel like most people get in the fights they already punch somebody. Yeah. Different so, level where you go shoot somebody. Yeah. yeah. But so you know. I, but I think it's just the like job plays in Memphis. You're going to Memphis. People mm-hmm. just draw the game. Yeah, but like, like this. This <laughs> link up is fucking this be a night of bad bang outs. <laughs> you gonna overlose that big thirty. You gonna overlose that one. But listen, and I want to give a shout out to LeBron, man. And I hate to like, yeah, me had this is like, oh, you LeBron dicky dear. But it's like it's something that always sticks out to me about LeBron is just his mental um, awareness uh, for the situation. Hey, LeBron is only fun for basketball. Outside of that, I feel like... No, because he'd be lying. <laughs> that's not hating. That's not hating. He legit be lying. It's like, bro, you're just fucking lying. But Taylor Rooks put him on that hot seat. Like, yeah, what was your favorite part about the I, book? He was like... Bitch, why you ask that? That's why she don't got an ESPN gig yet. Like, a certified ESPN gig. Like, she's not on no countdown shows or nothing yet. The thing that, of, I'm telling you. Remember LeBron was parading around with his dad? Do you remember that? Oh no! You keep we keep talking about this. I talked about this multiple times. He showed us the interview where really? uh, and the guy was a drug dealer. He got you don't you don't know about LeBron like that, do you? And they were, started, which like, show was that? Was that was that ESPN? They went on. I'm about to show you. Oh, he probably got this shit scrubbed. Yeah, this shit not there no more. Bro, I, I feel like is Linda. I feel like as black men <laughs> or in, in the black community, where LeBron has taken his career and the things he does and how well he's maintained it, and he still has a black wife, black family. He ups with black people, and he, he's twenty one years in the league, all time leading scorer. We still don't have a, a verified scandal on the man. It's just like you gotta you gotta applaud that. We don't have one personally on him, but there's situations around. Like, him. so let me explain. He he had this Cleveland guy was uh, moving weight or whatever. Allegedly, he became LeBron's stepfather. He was dating Miss Gloria, um, and he moved LeBron into his house. I I think oh when he was going to jail, he moved LeBron to his house. I looked all the bills paid. You good? That's where he met uh, or became close with Randy, who was his right hand man slash assistant at this point. And I had to say assistant to just dwindle it, but he's his right-hand man. That's what LeBron calls him. And the re- for LeBron James to be 17, 18 years old, 
No scandal comes out of that house. For LeBron James to be 17, 8 year, 18 years old, we and he recognized, he said, I chose Randy as my assistant, as you can see on his, um, I'm not sure if y'all, I posted about last year. Mm-hmm. I remember that. You see Randy carrying all LeBron's stuff yeah. on LeBron's first game in Sacramento. Randy's about 30 years old at that point. For LeBron, to, for, for both of them to be in sync from the perspective of, yo, this is my young boy for real, and I'm down to do whatever he needs for him to succeed, whether it's something as minuscule as carrying his stuff or scheduling this flight or, you know what I mean, covering this up for him, whatever. And for LeBron to recognize, yo, this nigga get up every day to go to fucking singular wireless, 7 a.m. every single day. He goes to work every day. And he know I'm about to get this fucking hundred million dollar contract from Nike or Reebok, whoever. And he ain't take a day. And he he ain't like yo, yo, young boy, don't be a job. Just for that, I'm gonna give him a job. For him to recognize that 17, 18, I think all these young boys should go to like the LeBron James school of mental awareness or how to handle the pressure or the spotlight. Does LeBron still do his skills academy? I'm not sure. Because you know him and KD used to have their own. I'm sure they do, but it's just not like it used to be. Look it up. Yeah, but like, that's what that's all I thought about with the whole Mikey Williams thing. That's all I thought about with Monty Bates. But you got to think about it like this. These young boys, these days, just be crashing out. Like, yeah. <laughs> But young boys have always kind of crashed out in a sense because yeah. you're a kid. Yeah. Like, rest in peace. Look at Lynn Bias, bro. It's just now we have more access to everything. Yeah. But he was 16 with a Hellcat, taking pics double cupped up. In the middle of your court case, you post a picture with a Rollo cat. He's going to jail. What are you doing? You heard what he said. They probably was like, yo, find some felonies to put on him. He's going to jail. (laughs) So, you know, like the biggest scandal in LeBron James' career is a Hummer. Yeah, even with the Hummer. And it's like, that shows you LeBron had the bread too. Yeah. But... I can't show it to y'all like I want to. Yeah. Even in his documentary, he showed the apartment and he showed the big-ass crib. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's still, you know, he's going to jail. Um, quick. I hope he don't go to jail. I just... Because I didn't think he was going to be... Who, Mikey? Yeah, yeah I didn't think he was going to the lead. I didn't think he was going to the He might be trial, bro. If you had no witnesses and y'all was on my property and I told y'all to leave and y'all didn't leave, never know. I, I think just from who he is and nobody got hurt, and everything, unless the judge decides... He might get probation, yeah, even though he's facing 30. Unless the judge decides to make a big example out of him, he'll get off. Probation. See, the thing is, what they'll do is, they, they act like they were going to run the sentences consecutive, which they rarely do, yeah. unless it's just a fucking menace. Concurrently, all the sentences might be three years a pop, and he got, might got 10... I mean, all the charges might be three years a pop, he might got 10 charges of three years. Yeah. But... And they run them all at the same so time. So, if they give... If they be like, yeah, we're going to run them all at the same time, so you got a max of possibly three years we run him concurrently we'll just give you probation for five yeah. that's, a, that's a great deal for him if he committed this crime you know it's all alleged he go to trial next month Yeah, but so, it's just like uh, basketball season started oh no he missed this this year and how do y'all think like, I don't know if he's gonna be able to play for Memphis when he's done he might have to go to like the Ignite or something I don't, like even want him to, right. I don't think he's gonna get to the Ignite that's don't, crazy don't, get them, don't go to Memphis he you can't go Memphis. somewhere else just cause Penny hasn't been winning at Memphis they haven't, I don't think they won a conference yet he had two number one recruit classes, I believe, and didn't do anything with him. They had the scandal with James Wiseman. He had another scandal after that. Mm-hmm. You can't. You, this is a crazy. You can't. You can't. Penny bad like, luck. Yeah, it's just you can't drop him because it's a bad look on you. 
So you gotta say he still plays here. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he can ever play there. Yeah. And I, I didn't think like he's a six two guard. He's very athletic, but I don't think he shoots at a high enough clip or scores that well at the rim at a or high pass. enough clip or pass that well. He just jumps very All right, man. All right, y'all breaking Embo the fuck down. I'm just saying, I I, 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 I watched his games. I watched a lot of, he played with a lot of good talent. Um, played with Bronnie James. <clears throat> yeah, and when he plays with other talent, he plays really well, but he's a jack a little bit. Um, he always played in lower-level competition, but and when he did go on the road to play higher competition, they always got smoked. I don't think he's talented enough to go into the draft after one and done, and that was his goal. Maybe four years you can be a polished guard, but I don't think he listens enough to be a polished guard. Yeah. So, um, shout out to him. Fuck, shout out to him, man. Yeah. Um, Keys, how much you got left on the video? Hour six minutes. Oh, all right. Yeah, we're gonna try to do half of that. Um, Jonathan Majors, y'all saw that the update? They said Loki season two was really good and he was snapping. His know. acting is very good. Yeah. Um, but my, this is just me probably. But I can't. Like, I watch it and I pick on on little scenes, mm-hmm. but it doesn't keep my attention okay. all the time. Am I still in frame? Okay. Um. Yeah. They 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 charge his ex girlfriend now yeah. with assault, and then they drop it a day later. I got a conspiracy theory so, about all this. What's the conspiracy? It's just thing? like he plays too much of an integral part into the a much larger project. Like where he is, where we are in the MCU and the stage he plays. It's a multi. Billion dollar. So why you have the charges get brought up against him? Because against him? Because mm. once a, a white woman makes these claims and we jail you, it's like we don't really care who you are. No, what I'm saying is it shouldn't even get to the point of jailing. Like, I'm pretty sure you're not the first actor that played in some shit with some big money behind it to to have a misunderstanding. This <laughs> is all this is. Whether you're there or not, it's a I just think it's now we're trying to change the narratives that are because the shit with him breaking up this high schoolers fight, dressed like Satchel Page. That was crazy, bro. That was fake. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like it's too much. And now we charge. We're charging the ex girlfriend, and then we're dropping it the next day. It's just to re-upholster his image. As far as like, oh, we can't replace this motherfucker. Nigga really can fucking act. <laughs> yeah, Disney probably paid for that shit to all go away. Uh, that, that fucking mouse made them calls. Like, yo. All right. Let them out of here. All right. No, we're going to go ahead. <laughs> Speaking of uh, reinstating or dropping charges, y'all saw with the, the update on the Eddie Azari case? Yes. Uh, the charges were reinstated uh, by a common pleas court judge. Um, it's another thing. Y'all say voting, is, voting does nothing. This judge was put in place by by votes. It shows the difference between a FOP sponsored judge and possibly a liberal sponsored judge or a judge that you know worked their way up the ranks and possibly was a little bit more even killed. It just shows you how complex and layered the legal system is. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people after those charges got dropped the first time were just like, oh, it's over. Oh, it's over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Krasner, which I know people hate in the city, like, no, we're gonna. I'm gonna go see if someone else yeah. will take the charge. But people don't even know shit like that can happen. No, because I mean, they think Krasner is the one handing out the sweetheart sentences yeah. to niggas getting killed. But don't worry, Sherelle Parker on the way. And y'all niggas will be getting stopping first with these fucking switches on y'all. y'all I don't think on. niggas realize, like, because these niggas really be all right with switches and mm-hmm. clocks on their hip. Like, bro. I hope you. I hope you can eat a switch. <laughs> like, oh, no bullshit. Like, I really hope you can eat. Uh, a that switch. Joe, the cat eating the. Um, Yo, that Joe. 
Who is chunky as shit? Bro. They're talking about, yeah, uh, eating the switch after they went from off the gun. But I, but I really hope niggas can eat a switch because if they catch you with a switch, bro, it's shit over. Yeah. Um, y'all want to talk about scammers? What's scammers? Caesar, man. Oh. He Caesar went live. I, you know, I, I don't know who the fuck told him that was cool. I thought he had a big power lawyer. I did too. But then you see the people requested, like people on Twitter requested a girl that covered Tory Lane's case to cover this case. Yeah. And she started like posting videos from his live and like commenting, like, I hope he knows that like going live to thousands of people. The cops are one of those people mm-hmm. and they're just noting all this down. Yeah. Like you think, think you think them people hating? You're real haters in that fucking live. Y'all saw paying for, right? Yeah. yeah. You remember Rico at the end, aka Alpo, was like, Yeah, when I come out and still be king, yeah. I'm gonna do it again. Yeah. He basically said that. Like, yeah, I'm gonna come on and basically scam y'all again. Like, that's crazy, bro. It's going to jail. Now, stand on the uh, complex thing comes in where he basically says G- DJ Envy is not a victim, but he's not involved in none of my lawsuits. Yeah. How does that work? I don't know, because it's like, if you're not a victim, what are you? He said he's an investor. He said everybody's an investor. He said, if you put money in with me, you're an investor. He's not saying, like, I didn't steal no money. He never denied that. Yeah. But what he's saying is, all these people that are suing me are suing me because they heard I stole money. But nobody that... Basically saying, like, nobody I really stole money from is suing me. Yeah. It's all y'all niggas that heard I stole money. So you... He's like, it's one dude suing me preemptively. Like, oh, I heard it's just business. He's like, I, I reached out to him, like, yo, bro, I, didn't, I never... Like we just finished a property a few weeks ago. And I never got paid. And he's like, "Yo, I, I, no." He basically like Caesar, like, "Yo, I never the payment ain't come through yet." Yeah, it's not time to. He was like, "Oh, business is business." That's all he said. Blocking. So it's like, how do you feel? He apologized to Envy for bringing him in this mess. Does that make you back off of Envy a little bit, or is it like no. you think Envy knew this the <laughs> whole time? Still, I still think he knew. Okay. Even the more videos I see. Of envy promoting, it's either like you're an idiot, like you're a real idiot, or you knew. I would, I would go with both. I'm thinking, <laughs> I don't think. Like, did you see the Killer Mike clip? Yeah. I was like, what are you like? But this is the thing, Killer Mike, because he's like, yo, my partner told me to check this out. I checked it out, and I didn't invest no money with him. That's it. But you, but you're already on camera promoting, it, and you didn't go back and, yo, I didn't mean to like watch out. Like you didn't go warn nobody. Isn't true. So what's the truth? Because you're on camera. We have a promo of you like, yo, I'm with my man Caesar. Yeah, we not we doing this with no money. I'm getting these properties. And they said, well, I went to my other guy and behind the doors. And he told me that shit was bad business, so I didn't invest. But you're promoting the other people. And you're you're a big Probably figure. I him to say that. Yeah. And but it's kind of like he gave me his money. But it's so like Stephen Curry, Shaq, and all of them got paid to promote the FTC shit. And they got sued. Because they're liable for the people that they... But get. how liable are they? Are they jail liable? I think you're financially... Like, you're not... Then they got fined. Yeah, you're getting, yeah. getting fined. Oh, all right, so... J- and they they couldn't might not go to jail. They might not go to jail. That shit was funny because they couldn't catch Shaq. They couldn't catch Shaq out of No, they, they... Shaq was avoiding the subpoena. Yeah, you know, they, they come serve you oh, papers. okay. They said they call him coming out of the studio after recording, like, the, the Thursday NBA segments. Yeah. They said they caught him. Like they, he was like running to his car, and they were like, "Yo, you got to take these papers." And he like threw it. Through I think the that's. I think that's one of the funniest things about our legal system. Like when you get served, they really got to catch you. I have a story to tell you after the camera's gone because I don't want to say the girl name. Yeah, but, but I have a story to tell you. 
Envy, yeah, Envy might gotta pay a, a big. D, what is it called? I think a uh, Ross called him DJ Restitution. <laughs> oh no, no, there's definitely gonna be some restitution around this motherfucker. Yeah. Um, and I just want to know what the real numbers are because you know CNN get the numbers and like inflate the shit. He stole hundreds of millions of dollars, and it's just like really did he? Yeah, he probably stole like forty. But like forty what million? Yeah. He's going to jail. He, he's probably going to jail. Caesar going to jail. He's probably going to jail. But like Caesar also kind of made it. I don't say a good point because I don't know if it's true. But he said y'all believe anything, saying they went to the iHeart thing, and that's just a rumor. They went to iHeart Studios. What the fuck are they going to take? I ain't gonna say it's a good point because they could take equipment. Yeah. Envy could keep his personal laptops there. But he's saying, Caesar's saying they never came to my crib. I'm the source. I'm the one who got arrested. Why yeah. wouldn't they come to my crib? Yeah. That's a good point. Why would they go iHeart and not my crib? But if we think if to the masses, DJ Envy's a cold defendant, you be hanging out at iHeart, bro. <laughs> yeah, but I will go to the person that's being charged first. You but know, it's gonna be know, funny. There's gonna if, be a radathon. Oh yeah, if the feds come in, they might want like, yo, who gonna snitch first? EJ DJ Envy already his lawyer already came on, so yeah, he's fully cooperative. Yeah, DJ Envy, you got more. You got yeah. yeah it's yeah. not a ooh to me if I'm a citizen. Yeah, but like we already came. I bet you. We trying to see who gonna rap first, <laughs> and it's like, oh, you gonna rap first? I'm gonna get you first. Right. That's how I look at it. Yeah. So, um, and then the most hot button topic right now in the food scene. Keith Lee. Uh, do y'all want to end with that or do y'all want to talk about this Jay-Z, Gail, uh, King interview? We should end with Keith Lee. Yeah. I'm going to end with Keith Lee. All right. Uh, did y'all see the Jay-Z interview? Yeah. No. Watched a little bit. Uh, okay. Um, what y'all think about? I'm burnt out on Jay-Z interviews. <laughs> For real. I felt out. like that should never have made it past social media. What? I mean, that one clip that I saw. What clip? The clip where she was basically like saying, like, there's an internet thing going around. Oh, the blue? Yeah, because that's the only part I've seen. No, nah, it was a really, a really good interview. Um, I'm just do you know Streets is watching was the last song he gave to Biggie? Really? Yeah, he said he was playing. He kept playing it, and Biggie was like, "Damn, this shit hot." He was like, "You had a cassette," and he said Biggie like with this like proud but like frightened face. Basically, was like the whole album gonna sound like this? <laughs> like, like he was and Jay Z said it like, "Yo, like damn, it's hot," but yo, he coming like he figuring this shit out like. I don't like shit like that because we can't verify it. You can't, but no, no. From the rapping, it's probably true because because he not rapping better than Reasonable Doubt. But I think, like me personally, I like Jay Z rapping. Rapping. I'm not necessarily a big fan of singles. Period. And rap history. Only person I really like singles of, as far as intricate rappers and shit like that. Honestly, is like Ye and Early Drake. Like I don't really be liking singles. I like Power Trip by J. Cole, but outside of that, I don't really be liking singles. So, Jay-Z talked about on volume two, like he was like, it was a process to find what he wanted to do and what the fans wanted to hear. And he was like, I mixed this commercial sound so well. Like, you know, volume two is still his best-selling project to this day. Mm-hmm. Really? I agree. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, best-selling is not an opinion. It's a, I thought you said best-sounding. No, best-selling. Best-sounding, that's totally different for me. I like volume one, volume two. I don't like volume two like that. Best selling is an opinion. Best selling, we can factually check that. Yeah, this is best selling though. I don't really like, like me personally, I think volume two had the most commercial appeal, but I like, and I like, what? That that flow is, nobody can uh, reiterate that. Hummer Hummer Jack, both of the flows they use on that song, nobody could touch Hummer Jacks on that beat. 
But at the same time, I'm not really, I'm looking for more like street gems dropped on songs, Jay-Z. Somewhat intricate, Jay-Z. Like, so I'm more of a Blueprint One guy, Black Album guy, American Gangster guy, um, Watch the Throne, Reasonable Doubt guy, personally. Those are my like, That's why this I, is why it's my name. I, I don't got to disagree with that. Yeah, like, but he was saying, you know, volume two was him figuring it out. It was just going through like, did you see this? How was it playing the back seat? Um, he talked about owning his masters again. You figure, you know how he got his masters, right? With the Def Jam thing. I heard this story. Like basically, he didn't have his masters once they partnered with Def Jam. He didn't know, but he was getting so much money, and he's like at two thousand three ish when he decided to take Def Jam job. He was basically like, "Yo, I'm only taking this if y'all give me my masters back." And I was like, "All right, cool." And that's how he got his masters back. And he was saying like, yo, I just want it as a pride and ego thing about what I, the work I put in so I can give it to my kids. And bro, you if you see the Masters, you would never think that's... Like I saw those Jones in the... I didn't think those was the actual Masters. I saw them in the Book of Hope Museum. I, mm. didn't, I still masters. have to go to the Book of Hope. I might go Sunday. Got to the end of the year. But I might go Sunday. Yeah, how you gonna do that? But um, we record. Listen, I'll leave after. Go early. She gotta be here early. Uh... He was talking about his masters, and he was saying, like, yo, my kids can sell them if they want. Like, that's their choice. And I was like, damn, I thought y'all wanted to keep them. But it was, a, it was a nice little interview. And, of course, they had to ask about him dropping music. I don't never need another whole album. I think 444 was a great bookend. I agree. I want one more. I don't. Rap about what? Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to hear about I don't want to hear about your family life, bro. I'm, I'm the type of person where, like, if someone drops something and then they go back and be like, yo, that was my last... I'm like, damn, I would have I would have loved to have one more to be like I think you're just being greedy. Not alerted, but like I think you're just being greedy. Like, yo, like you can at least give us one more. I think you're just being greedy. Cause you might not need that one more. Then that, that one more. But I be, want that one more. That's just being greedy. Yeah, that's that's greedy. that's America's problem in the whole right there. <laughs> gluttony. Yeah. It's not this is the gluttony. This is the consumption. This is the greed the Bible was talking about. <laughs> How would you feel if Drake was like, yo, for all the dogs, my last album? You'd be like, yo, I just want one more, right? I mean Give I, me one more day. I'd be like, cool. Yeah, I would be like, cool. You lying. You lying. I'd be cool. This is a debate to be had with you, but you're lying. I would be like, cool. cool. Like, at this point, this is going to sound crazy. At this point, I'm just like, you dropped the sign. That was big, bro. Cool. (laughs) Like, like her loss, I didn't need her loss, but I was excited. Like, damn, you dropping this? (laughs) Whatever he does now is icing on the kid. Yeah, like certified love. I'm like, damn, you dropping that. I'm like, damn, okay. But like, if you drop, if you never drop again, it's like, all right, cool. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, he talked about because she asked him everybody asked him especially the older people they be like about the night writing your lyrics thing and he was basically saying like no I used to write them down and he's like I was on a corner and you know I had to memorize them yeah. shits like at a certain point because I used to run out of paper but it's like that transition is crazy and I found this crazy YouTube page they got like this Jay-Z interview from like 2002 right before Blueprint 2 came out so what is he wearing Let's not do this. <laughs> Let's not do this. He talking about what was he wearing? He's wearing a bean shirt and a brown blanket. Even, even his, what was he wearing in the Gail King interview? He was wearing like a green shirt. Yeah, no, it was black. I, put, it, I think he was wearing black. It was something green. I remember like a black. green something. I thought it was all black. Yeah. She had on green. Yeah, she had a green, like a green dress or something. But he's had on black and like a, a, a beanie or something. Yeah. Right? He had his hair out. No, yeah, all black beanie. <laughs> yeah. He said, all right, so let's get in the pie part. He's saying he's debating with his kids about cutting his hair. He's saying, like, yo, the, I, my favorite thing 
in New York is the, the light or dark season, whatever, however you want to have it. And that's my money cut. Like, I just feel good with that cut. That's the New York money cut. Do y'all think his hair is fake? <laughs> I, I somehow knew we were going to get to the I'm hair. I'm fucking crying. What? Is it fake? Everybody be saying that shit on Twitter. Oh, got enough money for it not to be fake. I know. Or really good fake. Oh, for all we know, Hope oh, have oh, a, a prosthetic leg. To get every single one of them here is implanted in his head. But is he going to do that? It's, it's just funny. That shit don't be moving, though. Because somebody tweeted, if you could ask Jay-Z one one question, what would you ask him? Kayla going to say, do you be wearing Basquiat wigs? (laughs) (laughs) Shout out Kayla. Because that that shit definitely do look fake. I ain't going to lie. It don't move and it hasn't grown. No, that shit grown. It was just. No, it's it's grown. It was like this at first. Now that shit like kind of wrapped. He on some whole Badu shit. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that shit just been one size forever. No, really <laughs> like he just good. popped out with that joint, and it just I'm like, all right, ho. all right. Quick Jay Z trivia, more aimed towards you. Do you know what this meant what? when they started out? Uh, I have three possible answers. Good answer, go ahead. Uh, a diamond, of course. A diamond, yeah, of course. But what did the diamond signify? Uh. This nigga ass. No. It's like, no, nigga, guess. Hurry up. We live on air. Uh, Go ahead and say the answer. It was just literally to sell 10 million records. That was it. I didn't know that. I was about to say some deep, profound shit like the Rock of Gibraltar or fucking. Yeah, I thought I thought that was the case, too. Yeah. It was like, yeah, we literally just wanted to sell 10 million, 10 million records as a status symbol. And we started doing this at shows and it grew to something else. So when did they shift it over to the eye? When did they start doing it? When that? he signed into the Illuminati. There you go. Exactly. You feel what I'm saying? Ain't that Illuminati real? It is. It's just not what we think it is. Yeah. I agree with that. And I'm trying to get in there, so let's not talk no about bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, no. They be doing something. You know what I do with my job? You're going to be on that. Sorry, no, I'll fuck with you. Um, yeah. Um, lastly, before we get into the song of the week, <clears throat> y'all want to talk about Keith Lee terrorizing Atlanta. Go ahead. Take the, floor, Keith. Take, the, Listen, take the floor, Keith. If you know me, how you supposed to know me? You know that I hate Atlanta. So I like, second this. I'm liking everything about what Keith Lee is doing. Um, I feel like the only one redeeming quality about Atlanta is that it's extremely black, but even that comes to its detriment where it's just like, whoa, it's too many of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, but like he's not joking. <laughs> I know I'm joking, but like when people talk about Atlanta and like the things that are good about it, they be like, you can go to the mall and see Young Thug. Like, but then they told what's bad about it, and yeah, it's like Young Thug might shoot you. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, oh, you might park your car and come outside. It's on cinder blocks. No, like, the fuck I, I during do? the pandemic and like the year after, when people was getting PPP loans, SBA loans, and buying scats and Hellcats, and this dude was like. Every time I park my car ever anywhere in Atlanta for more than 10 minutes, I come out and there's no tires on it. I was fucking crying, bro. Atlanta is a terrible city. And me being, me having going, boo, I can't talk right now, but me having been to Atlanta and like experiencing like the food scene, Keith Lee, I'm happy Keith Lee is exposing that shit because I, I haven't had anything good in Atlanta. Everything I hear about Atlanta makes me not ever want to go. I had some very good food in Atlanta before. From where? Um, like a not, sit-down restaurant or takeout? Takeout. I had takeout. You can't do takeout no more. That's essentially what the big problem is. You can't call in orders. Can't do takeout. Um, 
It's, you know, it's funny. The one spot, the real milk and honey, he went to, he had a big problem with them. And basically, it didn't serve him. And they found out he was Keith Lee and then tried to serve him. And he was like, have a good day. And they tried to basically, like, act like he's a nobody now. You know, so that's all TikTok, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it was like Keith Lee who? Yeah. That's loser shit. That's very loser shit. But it's dude. like, this is the going being too cool shit. Being too much. Instead of owning up to what they did wrong, like, it will be better. They were just like, oh, who the fuck is Keith Lee? That's, yeah, that's that Atlanta look, shit. That's what I get. That's the like, vibe I get from Atlanta. He did a review. That's the vibe I get from um, niggas. But he did yeah. a review in a white restaurant and they fucked up or whatever. And the guy was like, thank you for coming. Like, you know, we'll take a, this criticism and get better and hopefully you'll come back and try it again. Yeah. End the discussion. That's like, all even you if y'all say. millionaires off this food shit, everyone should be treated. Because I don't think they're like a chain yet. I don't think they have multiples. No. And then, you know, it's crazy. I, like, I, I had a contrary um, or uh, the opposite side. Or I had a great experience, just to say, the milk, the real milk and honey. Mm-hmm. But my god dad also knows them. Yeah. So it was crowded as fuck. We got there. I was late, of course. And it was about five or six of us. And we were sit- we sat down within 15 minutes. So... That's a like my uncle lives not even. Another thing he said was that like the actual people inside were really nice. Yeah, so it's like we're just following rules. Like this aren't these aren't our rules. We just have to follow. So it's a thing of do you gotta be in the know to get the service? And it's like that that's bad service in my opinion. Because it's like the people that are in the know aren't in here every single day. Like for fiction, so what if I only clean jaw sneakers within five days? Yeah, is that just terrible service? You know what I'm saying? So. But, but I had really good food there. I had a great time with the service there. You know what I mean? So um, I can't really name a couple of other spots. One of the spots actually is not there no more. They switched to something else when I checked the Instagram. So I don't know what's going on. They got the fuck up out of there. Yeah. No, it's just funny because there was only two restaurants so far that had good reviews. There's Jamaican spot. And Jamaican? The yeah. the spot with the salmon and shit like that. Yeah. The, waffle, the chicken waffles. Yeah. The Jamaican spot. I think those are two different spots, and those are the two spots: the Jamaican yeah. spot and the mm-hmm. chicken and waffle spot. Yep. And um, it 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 sparks a, another combo that's been going on on TikTok, where a lot of people who are entrepreneurs are having to go back to the workforce, and the people that are going back to the work or the entrepreneurs that are going back to the workforce are like, "Oh my God, y'all so bitter! Like, why would you want us to fail?" And it, it raises the conversation that when y'all were up, y'all was shitting on people that was going to work, and now go back to work. So it's not that people wanted to see y'all fail. Y'all was rubbing y'all success to everyone's face. And now that you failed, you got to deal with the reper- repercussions of criticism. <laughs> and people can't handle that. Yeah. Like, there's a... Keith Lee has probably 12 million followers that are all invested in everywhere he eats and everything he does. And you're mm-hmm. like, we don't know who Keith Lee is. You're lying. What are you talking about? Because you love Keith Lee. Yeah. Actually, like, you, you ta- just unfollowed him like two minutes ago. Yeah, like, what are we doing? So. Just unfollowed him two minutes ago. That's I will nice. say this: like everything, I think people want Atlanta to be. Washington D.C. is actually that. I like D.C. way over Atlanta. Kaz yeah. hates D.C. though. So why do you hate D.C.? Uh, I'm because you, you had a yeah. bad experience at Howard. Yeah, I, I, I haven't had any good food in D.C. Yeah, somebody drawed though yesterday and just said some dumb shit. Y'all better not turn on Keith Lee like y'all did, Brother Nature. So I responded and said, Keith Lee doesn't seem like he would start a fight and get his ass whooped and then play victim. So I don't care if we got to worry about that. Yeah, I agree with that. That was just like, that's any comparison yeah. to draw. Bro, that nigga can't tweet today without somebody being like, yo, yo remember. You thought we forgot? Yeah. 
Yeah. This whole fucking... I mean, because we were on his side at first. Yeah. Because he seemed like the victim. Like, yo, damn, they put their hands on brother nature. This nigga seemed like nothing but positivity. They and you run back the video and it's like, oh, you were tr- you were begging for an ass whooping and they you got an ass whooping. on the hands and feet program. Yeah, like now you... <laughs> put belt to ass. <laughs> belt to ass for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you got... A fucking master's degree at Belt Ash University. <laughs> they were just trying to get a sandwich. You upset? He uh, was spanking that nigga. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. So, you know, shout out to them. Whatever. But he he is exposed on a lot of spots, and now it's causing. And this is the the snowball effect of it because now it's people coming out. Oh my god, thank you, Keely, for saying this. Oh my god, thank you, for Keely, for saying this. And they're like, the food's good, but the service is terrible. So now you're turning down other clientele and now you're lowering retention your whole business is based off of that if i ate somewhere that was good and somebody came and was like yo the service was terrible that kind of made me second guess them like uh. mm-hmm. and honestly i would rather have like good service and like Unless it's a lower well not lower quality food but like bad service and like eight food I would rather have good service and like seven or six food. You know Especially what I'm saying? Especially if I'm sitting down to eat. Yeah, like, like come on. You're saying like, oh, I can't even call into order, so I have to deal with y'all. Yeah, and you're like basically spitting in my face. I don't want the food no more. Yeah, I'm, I don't know <laughs> what type. Like, if you cook with an attitude, it shows. Like, you Unless did not have to get that. Shout out to Jamaicans. Have the worst attitude. You can curse at me. <laughs> you can curse at me. You can say whatever you want to me. <laughs> yeah, just put my ox on my platter. <laughs> but um, milk and honey, somebody. The manager or somebody that works for management for Milk and Honey actually went as far as to call him autistic, which he probably is, but they use it in a negative connotation. Yeah, that's crazy. They oh, basically said, like, you let somebody with autism tell you well, about the food. Because uh, that's all right. So, this is, you know, I like opening topics up. Let me go into a deeper problem within society now. You can't criticize anything anymore. Did y'all see the Benny shit? Yeah, it was like, yo, y'all just don't enjoy music no more. Everybody criticizing everything, and it's like, yo, bro, they used to have the source where they was giving yeah. niggas two mics. Like, it's, I, a, it's a split like thing because, like, as an artist, I get it, but like, that's the I don't even understand. That's the whole thing. So, like, but but like, if I was out there, and that's where I got I got what Drake was saying, but I also got what Joe Budden was saying, and I got like even with the reaction, it was like a thing where it's like, damn, Drake, you cooked him, but it's a thing of like, damn, bro, like. You're going at everybody who didn't like the album, mm-hmm. but what if we was dick eating? You're not saying nothing to the dick eaters. It's like it's like what people. It was funny we talked about Wale. People used to get mad at Wale. Like I'm not fucking with you no more. And he's like, why? And they're like, yo, I I put yo, this is fire to every song you put out. But as soon as somebody put this his ass, you have a whole fucking two hour conversation with him. Yeah. Like, but. You can attribute that to other things. I mean, we, but I'm saying that's, we, that's human. That's humans. But, well, a lot of the times, you is when people like adores music, he does give them reposts and stuff. So, yeah. I actually, I had to unfollow Ali because he like retweeted everything. What the good shit? Yeah, well, well, they was everything, but they were saying he was. Well, they were saying the IG comments specifically. Like he wouldn't okay. respond to. No, he used to be going crazy on niggas on Twitter. Yeah, well, searching his name, but you didn't even have to add him. Well, he retweeted me a few times. I said some positive shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's before I knew how to turn people retweet. Yeah, but it's it's like a thing of like, so we're only allowed to say good things now. Yeah. Like you see Glorilla block Kai. Yeah, so the offset, which is crazy. Offset block Kai? Yes. Oh shit. Offset block Kai? You yes. Have to be on the jail stream with him. No, he says he's not coming. Really? Yeah. Cause Kai said he didn't fuck with the album. That that don't make sense though, because he that's one of the songs for the jail interview was an offset song. 
But he I didn't think... show up to the show. Huh? What you mean? I seen it on Twitter where DJ Academics, that's a whole nother topic. He was going in on Glorilla. Yeah. But then somebody and somebody was like, um, Offset's not coming to the stream no more. Like I think Offset either unfollowed him or blocked him or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, he's not coming no more. Yeah. Oh shit. Which is crazy. Kai really be getting under niggas' skin, like yo, you. Well, because DJ Demon said it best. Kai has a like the kids are everything. He has the grip on all the kids' minds. So if Kai's saying some shit as you're turning off a whole fan base. Like, while, while I agree with you, I'm the type that's like you said my song is ass because it's not undeniably good. Like my dad always had this saying when I was growing up: be undeniable. That if his shit is ass, this shit is ass. That Glorilla song is ass. Shit terrible. But it was just like he was he didn't even when he was doing the offset, he was drawing. Cause I thought he was trolling. He was like, this is mid, mini, mid, 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 mini. Like he was drawing. Oh shit. He was drawing. <laughs> I know. He was drawing bad. I thought he was playing like there's a difference between being cri- criticizing and being like disrespectful. Yeah, he was like, it's mid, mini, mid, mid, mid. But I'm thinking he playing because like they was just cool. But like he going through every song, mid, midi, mid, 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 mid. I'm thinking, I'm thinking he playing. That's why I, I couldn't believe that. But like now I see, like I wouldn't come on that stream either. But for Glow, really, he was just like, nah, that's not it, Glow. Like that's all he said. And then she blocked him. Now yeah. she threatening him. Now she's like, it's on some street shit. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, your guy is right here. We need him. I'm blocking. Then you, that, that she told me I'm drunk about to go and block Kai. It's like, no, nah, like you need. At this point, you really. Bro, I'm cute to be. I'm group. never. I'm muting your name on all socials, even if you unblock me. I don't yeah. care no more. Like, yeah, he told me she got to stand on it. Are you not even good. Yeah, he said, if you made your bed, you got it later. Because that's what she said. Yeah. And basically. Yeah. On that. And then people were like in the chat, like, oh, Gloria, uh, Kai, Gloria said she's going to block. He was like, I don't even want to interact with that because she's trying to do it for attention. Oh, cool. She got to stay there. So, like, it's like, damn, you really fucked up. Yeah, it's getting to the point where it's like, you can't criticize anything. Where like they was like, yo, why do uh I forgot the analogy they used earlier, but they was like, why do we listen to Keith Lee for food advice? Like who 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 uh fuck. It was basically like who made him the food critic? Like Y'all did. Yeah. Twelve million followers, y'all did. Yeah, it's like dog, like people just enjoy I don't think I, first of all, people don't understand society. Because the people that we make famous are a reflection of society. Mm-hmm. Keith Lee just seems like a positive, good guy. And some mm-hmm. people just want to see positivity. He adds in personability. Yeah, with... So it's not so much about him reviewing a few. It's how nice he is while he's reviewing the food. He's very, like, very personable. He gives you background into his personal life with his wife yeah. being broke. That was crazy. John cooked that John, the boy John from TikTok, yeah. about how he met his wife. Yeah, you saw that like, John? He was basically trying to hold Keith Lee accountable. Like, bro, you try to be this crazy bro. man, and you stole another man's He woman. stole the girl, bro. He stole <laughs> no, the girl. I've seen that story, but I didn't see John's Oh, the boy John was just like, yo, like. <laughs> he was like, yo, if y'all like, if if anybody that we did not like, he was like, yo, I'll fuck with Keith Lee. He was like, but I got called, basically, I paid to speed in Philly terms. Like, if anybody we didn't like said this, yeah, we'd be on the ass. we would be on the ass. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's some nuance in there that we probably don't know. Like they was probably on the outs. No, no she moved she, across the country. She was living with because, and Keith Lee went to go stay there basically. No, 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 no. She, she, no, no, no. Bo was on the other side of the country. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, for I remember they were living in two different states. Yeah, two different states. Oh, all right, and Keith cool. Lee just kind of worked his way. She in was there. she but, had her own spot. Yeah, all right. yeah. But how do we know that they just was they were like weren't on the outs? And Keith Lee just got in there a little Keith too Keith Lee early. openly said that, like, she was just being nice, but in his head, yeah, he liked her so that. much, like, you're my girlfriend now. Honestly, he was being a creep. 
Yeah. Objectively. Objectively, he was being a creep. And then he followed her home. Yes. Like he followed her home. <laughs> Shout out Keith Lee. Like, objectively, he was being a creep. Like, again, she liked it. It all worked out for the best. Sometimes the shit that we think... It's the meme, like, harassment versus yeah. first. Sometimes we... <laughs> the shit that we all would be like, this is creepy. It works out for some people. So... But Ronnie he was being a creep. Huh? Gotta get Ronnie on the pod. Ronnie? It, yeah, his wife. <laughs> she funny. Funny as shit. Yeah, so... He, got, he blocked him for that. But you gotta hold people accountable. And, bro, you were causing her to cheat. And it's just like, but I'm saying, like, what if they were on the out? So yeah, it's cheating, but technically, like, so that's the end of the discussion, Keith. What? It's cheating. All right, so they were on the outs. It just wasn't official. It was like, eh, that bitch not my girl no more. She, they was cheating. I mean, Keith Lee was single, but like I said, but Keith Lee is open about him coming from like being a hood nigga. Like I came from, like I came from a a good upbringing family wise, but I was a menace. Like he's open about that. So. I'm not going to be too hard on him about it, but I understand what John is saying. If anybody else that was popular and we found that out and we didn't like them, we would Again, be trying like, to turn. What point is he trying to make? Like, yeah, it's a, it's a, but like, but this is the point of like, this is where we go back to the argument of like, what can you criticize and what can't you criticize? Like, at what point is he beyond reproach? Okay. But still, it's kind of like, why are you making that point? Like, and we what, all heard the story, bro. Like, but it's like, you're being selective of your criticism. No, what I'm trying to say is like, why do you have to? Why do you have to openly criticize it? Because like, why are you not criticizing? Th- that sounds crazy. Why aren't you criticizing this? Like again, I see both sides and I get both sides, but that's the argument. I mean, I would have blocked them too. Like, all right, because they criticize everything. That's yeah. the point. Like you, 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 on TikTok, we criticize. Oh, and everything. also, just the interviewer, he was like, "There's no pushback. Like we're acting like this is normal. Yeah, that wasn't normal behavior." They were just laughing, like, oh, okay. It's like, why aren't you asking him why did why did you follow her home? Like you ain't feel he was basically like, I'm standing on business. <laughs> I do so, remember that. Huh? I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like that's any point. Is if we're it getting is. to the point in society, you cannot criticize without being called a hater or like who are you? Yeah. Whether it's music, whether it's food, and that's and Atlanta is maybe the most dense. Uh, black people city maybe I'm not sure DC DC you sure? chocolate city no I mean they say that the, but that was they named the it chocolate <laughs> they named it chocolate city before yeah. the great migration to Atlanta yeah. I think Atlanta might have overtaken it I was watching something on don't laugh I was watching something on mumbo sauce the other day because I got it from McDonald's okay. um, they said that it's uh, I believe 47% black so Jackson, like, Mississippi, technically. It's okay. 80%. God damn. A okay. It's a lot of niggas. There's <laughs> a lot of niggas. Let me see the most. I was about um, to say something that's going to sound like racist, so I wasn't going to say it. Don't mind. I'll say it when the camera off. I got like three things to tell you when these cameras go off. Okay. You're a wild. Um, I'm looking for. got to make a five suit theory close friends based <laughs> on this content. We do a Patreon, but we got to really be on our shit where you, we get. Um, you know, we get a Patreon. Some wild shit going fly. Like, yeah, but, but so speaking like, of speaking of being because <laughs> just post that, John. No cap. Speaking of like uh, Keith Lee and his wife, you know how enamored he is with his wife and how much he supports her, and um, how much Jay Z is starting to support. Well, how much he supports Beyonce and shit. I had a question for y'all before the pot. Would you wear a shirt with your girlfriend or wife on it? No, no. The fuck? <laughs> End of story. He said no immediately. I'll wear us. I wouldn't even do that. Damn. 
We are not Jay Z and Beyonce. I am not proud of you. Hey, you're not your girl. I am not proud of you. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm not proud of you. Not I'm you're not, not your girl, biggest fan. You want to be your girl, biggest fan? No. No. I don't even wear women on my 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 chest. Period. Like my shirts. It's just like a shirt, though. You wearing? It's just a shirt. Are you in a relationship with this woman, or are you married to this woman? You won't wear it, like, babe. Marry? All right. I'll say get married. Yeah, I'll probably do it. Okay. Yeah, if my wife requests a girlfriend. Uh, I completely understand a girlfriend. I gotta be deep in girlfriend. Like I'm about to. Like if I if you got pregnant any day, it wouldn't be a penny. Okay. Like oh my god, I'm really about to have spend the rest of my life with you type okay. time. Um, let's let's get out of here, man. Um, we're gonna do song of the week real quick. What's your song of the week, Keys? Uh, I'm not gonna go 42 because I know you might go 42. Aha! But uh, it's definitely on the Brent album. Uh, real quick, uh, let me pick a song. Uh, all right, I got two songs of the week. Um, I'm gonna say Last One Left featuring Missy Elliott and Will Gray, and I'm going to say Boat Interlude by V's. I ran that song into the ground That's once again. Bomb. That's a bomb. Love that song. I'm going to say Belong to You by Brent Fires and Babyface Ray. Uh, until Further Notice, Travis Scott, uh, James, James, Black, James Blake, and uh, 21 Savage, and then Apple Pie, Travis Scott. Go again, doggy. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's that's all y'all need to know. I like by ESTG. And then... um. I'm keep it real. I started my, my Christmas playlist. B101 Christmas playlist on uh, yeah, YouTube. I started niggas. He was playing yeah. fucking Christmas music. Yeah, so. Shout out to y'all. Christmas put you in that good mood. Long ass episode, man. Super long. Pause. All right. We're going to get out of here, yeah. man. We're going to get out of here. Five, two, three. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>